Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Wednesday, the 27th day of September, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning, my name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. On the other side of the glass, there is Kyle, your phone number, 916. Messed up everything, really, this. I know, my OCD. 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get on the text machine, our podcast you can stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, and on social media. Listen to the BS in our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show, in which uh, today, our, was it the fifth or sixth episode of the BS? Six. Six? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the BS Uncensored podcast, uh, not only up on the Odyssey app, but on our YouTube channel as well. Yeah, our engineers um, uh, changed some stuff here in the studio but per request, which I appreciate. They're, they're great guys. Love those guys. And uh, it's just, you know, you got to get used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to my left versus my right. Now I have more space. Because right. whoever designed this studio to begin with. Eh, Wasn't eh, a radio guy. Definitely was not a radio person. Uh-huh. And, and so, like, there's all these things. There's too many things in here. So many things. So many things. You know, like, let's say you go to work today and it's like your first day at work and they put you in an office or a cubicle. <laughs> and you've got, like, eight staplers and you got five monitors. you got all this stuff. And you're like... Too many things. Why are there this many things? Please don't have so many things. So they're taking out some of the things. And now I gotta figure out how to function with all these things. And you gotta navigate the whole I know. You're able got- to easily function now. You have room. You should be able to put your binder up over there and all the stuff. Yeah, I know. I can put on my binder, I can put my papers here, I can pull the keyboard, I got the little mousey mouse guy there. My napkin goes right there. Got my pens going. Everything has to have a place. Uh-huh. I'm a big place guy. Everything. So what I tell. This is what my mother used to tell me when I was a kid. You know, nothing could be on the floor, and it makes sense. It really does. You get older, you realize that. She says everything has to have a home, and unfortunately, as much as I love my family, they don't agree to that. They don't subscribe to that theory. I don't really subscribe to that theory either. I try to let things go in places, but I'm not very organized. I purposely. Don't give my wife counter space because she puts laundry on it. That she loves to leave laundry, clean laundry, mind you, but she loves to leave clean laundry on any flat space that she could find within a 20-foot radius of the washer and dryer. Probably because it's easier to fold up there. It, it, but it stays there right. forever. <laughs> so, like, in our living room... We, you know, we'll have TV trays if we want to watch television on the, you know, eat dinner on the couch and watch television. So when there's nothing on the TV trays, I will put them away mm-hmm. because if I don't put them away, they now work as extra tables for her laundry. <laughs> and so not only do we have a, an ottoman, this what we call puppy Island mm-hmm. that are, it's filled with clothes. We have the couch that has closed. You remember, look, you know I'm not crazy because my old house, you couldn't sit in the living room. I would, you know, truth be told, I would purposely throw parties 
so she would clean up the laundry. Oh, she'd yeah. have to get rid of the laundry. So she would Telling have that people were coming over. <laughs> and and you could say, well, Bailey, why don't you get your fat ass up and why don't you do it? Well, I've tried, but she likes to take ownership of that. She's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. I get around to it, I got it. So then it starts an argument. I don't want to argue. Well, now she probably doesn't do it as much, right? Because she's not working, so she has a little bit more time. Before she was really busy. Now she just doesn't so have an her, excuse. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I'm saying. Now she probably doesn't do it as much. I, you might be exaggerating a little bit. Okay. No? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess not. Yeah. I don't know. No, now she just <laughs> but he's looking at me like, no, no, she's not. Yep, that's exactly right. That's the look he's giving. I'm trying, Rachel. I'm trying to help you, girl. It, it, it depends on... <laughs> Yeah, sure. You're yep. so, wow, well, you nailed it. I'm so glad you brought that <laughs> to my attention. <laughs> now you're giving him something else to be upset about when he gets home. Well, you know, well, Nikki was saying you don't work anymore, no. so you should be able to get this stuff taken care of. <laughs> I know she used to be really busy, so mm-hmm. I understand her pain, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand her pain. And, of course, now the excuse is? Uh, she might still be unpacking. There you go. I, I, she did tell me she still has boxes and things that she's trying to clear out. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is trying to clear them out, huh? Yeah, mm. she told me that. I want to send. I want to send you a picture of uh, my garage <laughs> tonight and her office. Okay. <laughs> Let me send you a picture of her office. Shows you how much work she's doing in there. She's tired. I went in there, put shelves up, and waiting to hang a television, put her furniture together. I'll be fired from this job before we unpack all those boxes. There's just it's not going to happen. Oh I'm just telling you, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, 8 o'clock, uh, give or take. We'll get you those Everclear tickets. Uh, always a good ticket to see Art Alexakis and uh, Everclear. Also more keywords for the final week of this phenomenal Disney promotion that we've been doing, giving you the opportunity, wanting you to go to Hawaii on the house to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. It doesn't get bigger than this, folks. It really, all. really doesn't get bigger than this. So, we will have keywords for you this morning at 7 and 9. When you hear those keywords, you take them to krxq.net. It's 98Rock's website. Very simple. You put in the keyword, your information, boom, you're in the running for that great prize. More keywords after us. Mickey will have them in middays and then even after her. So plenty of opportunities uh, for you to get keywords to go to krxq.net. Tonight's is the big Powerball drawing, uh, over $800 million dollars. Nikki was talking about this yesterday in headlines. And I tell you, if you want to win the Powerball, and California has been on a heater over yeah. the years mm-hmm. of winning not only just the Powerball, but lotteries in general. Right, the big ones. The big ones. I don't know if it's you know people per capita, whatever the case may be, but there always seems to be a big money winner here in the state of California. I believe the last time Powerball was getting silly putty like it is now, it was the, win- the winner was from California. Yeah, in, in July. LA. Right? Yep. Where are they from? In L.A. It, figures. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just automatically think they're rich. Right. Right. You live in L.A. Oh, L.A. You, did you really need it? Well, did you? Yeah. Why don't you fix up that problem downtown with your money? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so it's over $800 million. And I always tell you, you got to have a story in order to win. Mm-hmm. You cannot win the lottery, big lottery money, if you don't have a story. And it has to be organic. You can't make the story up. You can't script the story. You can't force the story. So do you have one for this drawing I tonight? Do. I do. That's why I'm bringing it up. I do. Okay. Of course. I do. <laughs> I'm like, what's your story for this yeah. one? I'm just not telling everybody I have a story and then we'll go to break. Of course I have a story. It's <laughs> the whole pur- pur- purpose. So yesterday, wife and I leave the gym. What? Got my Mohs surgery. Go get checked, people. Go to your dermatologist. Uh, went to the gym afterwards. Had to go 
What? It's just don't they suggest not to go to the gym after you have this operation he's every time? He's gonna go every time anyway. One time it was on his legs and it was leg day, and he's like, "Screw it, we got to do it." Yeah, it was bleeding all <laughs> I, over the place. I said it just like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, it was like you're next to me. <laughs> did I call you and tell you that? I think so. Yeah. Well, I purposely did legs, like it matters with my little toothpick <laughs> yesterday, uh-huh. because I had the the most surgery done, like literally right next to the other most surgery. <laughs> I mean, there's like two holes. They're like eyeballs. <laughs> I got big eyeballs in my leg. Anyway, so we go there. I had to go to Quack Quack uh, to get my car washed because I got bird duties on it. And then we we wrap, we wrap around to the gas station. I was like, I'm going to go in and get the Powerball. You know, uh-huh. Just make it easy. Everything's right now, right by each other. So I go in, and there's two people behind the counter. There, there was a, a nice lady to my left, and there was a, a nice little skinny, scrawny Middle Eastern gentleman in front of me. Mm-hmm. And he was the one helping me. His name was Keto. Behind him was a uh, a security guard giving putting money in, you know, bringing him money. Mm-hmm. And he looked like a nice fellow as well. So I get up there and I said, uh, hello, how are you? I'd like to have $40 for Powerball, please. And I don't think he quite understood me at first, so I had to say it a couple times. And then he said, wait. I said, not a problem. And then I figured out I had to wait because the security the money was being loaded. put the money in there. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm ready. I said, great, Keto. Let's do this. $40 Powerball. And you got to say $40 Powerball because the tickets are $2 a piece. Uh-huh. So you don't say, I want 40 Powerball. Or oh, nope. Then you're in for 80. Charge you $80. So he goes to the little machine thingy, which is to his right, and he prints it out, and the look on his face is like, oh, my God, what did I do? Oh, no. And he I gave s- you the wrong lottery 80. tickets? You Doubled it up? Nope. Wait, stop with the spoilers. All right. All right. Shh, baby man, be quiet. Just real good at patterns. <laughs> I'm really good at figuring this stuff I'm out. Like like, patterns, man. It's like a Chrono Minds episode <laughs> when you talk. <laughs> so he prints it out, and he has this look on his face, and he and he looks to the right and says something to the lady, and she gives him this stare like, you effing moron. Uh-oh. And I said, what's going on? What happened? What happened, Keto? What's up? You look so sad. And he's like, I'm sorry. I printed out too many. Oh. And I said, well, how many did you print out? So he pretty, so he doubled it. Okay. I know what he did. He lied about it, and he said I accidentally hit a button. Mm-hmm. He didn't accidentally hit a button. He didn't understand what I he said. He did not mm-hmm. understand, right? But I looked at this woman's face, and the look that she gave this little keto man was the death stare from hell. <laughs> and I said, keto, let me tell you, I'm going to buy all eighty tickets, eighty dollars worth of tickets, because that woman is staring daggers through you, and. I don't know what happens to the other tickets. Yeah, that's why I say I wonder what happens. He, they can't resell them. Must not be able. No, to. there's some process that they have to go through to void them out, but it looks bad on them because they've got they'll ha- then have forty voided tickets. Well, I figured oh. it was not a good look for Mr. Keto. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was trying to save Keto, so I just bought them all. Right, okay. I, I bought them all, and I told him I said, "Look, if I win, I know you guys get a percentage from the state and stuff. I'm going to tell you it's her, it's because of her." Because you screwed up, Keto. Uh-huh. But because you screwed up, actually, I use the F word out loud because uh-huh. I like that. I think it's funny to get people's reaction. And not a lot of people like that when you say it out loud in the convenience store. They don't. So uh, I said, because you effed up, I'm going to win. You understand that? <laughs> and then I went into my whole run of how every lottery. Oh and Keto gosh. didn't really care. No, he doesn't. He, he, he didn't care. The security guard cared. Oh, well, he, then that's the guy you go tip. He was an Hispanic security guard. You know how I know that? How's that? Because guard was spelled in Spanish. Garda? What's guard yeah. in Spanish? Garda, I think it's Garda. Garda. G-A-R-D-A. But okay. I'd never seen that before. 
I haven't either. I didn't know if they like delivered Spanish money or what. <laughs> they only no, it's probably a company, Spanish company. No, I think that's guard in Spanish. That's what I'm saying. But their company may be a Spanish company, which is why their uniforms are that way. But the, sh- the, shouldn't they cater to everybody? They protect everybody, right? No, pre- just Hispanics. Just Hispanics. <laughs> are you Latino? Sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> no, I can't help Whoops. you. Yeah. Are you not Latino? <laughs> yeah, right. no, sorry, can't no. help you. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> if you don't know what Garda means, you ain't getting any help, uh-huh. big guy. So anyway, I'm winning the lottery tonight. I'm winning the Powerball. All, All right, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, 916-909-0985, you want to start us out. Um, very interesting, and I didn't think about this until last night, and ironically enough, both Kyle and I feel horrible about this because we were talking about this Hall of Fame baseball player just the other day. Random name, not too many people discussed this guy, but both mine and Kyle's favorite baseball player who sadly passed away at the age of 86 uh, yesterday, I believe. Tell you that is here in a minute. Hang on. Rest in peace to the great Hall of Famer Brooks Robinson, former third baseman of the Baltimore Orioles. And if you're from that area, that's how you pronounce Baltimore. It is Baltimore. The odd thing is, is Brooks Robinson is, I think for most people, I mean, one, you have to know something about baseball to know who Brooks Robinson is. Two, because if you don't, right, you've never heard his name, right, Nikki? I have not, never. Okay, but you're, you're not a baseball, I'm not a huge baseball fan either. I'm mm-hmm. an old, like an 80s baseball fan, right? Right. Uh, growing up as a kid, then I kind of lost interest after that strike in the 80s and whatnot. But even as a non-baseball fan like you, Nikki, and possibly you, Nelson. Yeah, I'm not a baseball guy. It's a garbage sport. But you know, Sam, you know Sammy Sosha. No, Sammy Sosha, yes. You know Mark McGuire. I know that name. All right, you know Babe Ruth. Sure. Okay, you know these names. Brooks Robinson was one of the greatest third basemen of all time. And nobody knows his name, right? You know, Mike Schmidt, he was third baseman for the Phillies back in the day. Sure don't. Isn't Jackie Robinson baseball? (laughs) Yes. Jackie Robinson. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Kyle, um, who hosts uh, the Insiders show on our sister station, ESPN, uh, at 10 a.m. after us, just the other day, and he texted me last night, he's like, I feel a little guilty. You guys killed him. I was like, oh, my God, I feel a little guilty as well. Because we just were talking, like, out of the blue, you were wearing an Orioles hat. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I said, uh, I was like, well, Brooks Robinson, you're like Brooks Robinson. Then the man dies. <laughs> like, I feel horrible. His I, ears were burning. His, yeah, something like, was ah, burning. I'm out of here. Something, something was burning. <laughs> right. Mr. Hoover, the human vacuum cleaner, they all call it. Now, here's the trippy thing, and I never realized this until last night. Is that because the ball was, like, drawn to him, Mr. Hoover? He just didn't let yeah. anything past him. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was he was a beast. When the ball is in his vicinity, he's like a vacuum. He's gonna okay. scoop it up, suck it up. Uh, yeah, he was uh, a he was a human backboard. He was okay. just amazing. But here's the thing: he stopped playing baseball in 1977. I was born in 1975. Kyle, you're born in 1990. Neither, I was going to say there had to be a two nines in your birth year. Neither one of us ever. I never even realized this, but. Neither one of us ever saw the man actually play baseball in real time, but yet he's still our favorite baseball player. So how does that come about? I have no idea. That's what I'm – I have no idea. Did y'all go back and watch old games or something? No. For for me, the the peak of my, like, baseball fandom came when I was, like, 11, 12, 13 Uh years old. And there's a card company called Upper Deck that came out with this set of card called 70s Decade. And they just reprinted, like, old cards and gave them, like, a cool look and – and Brooks Robinson, I played third base in baseball at the time. And then you look at this guy, and he's one of the top 25 players in the league for like a 15-year stretch, and it's 16 consecutive gold gloves. And it's like, wow, the the like 
what's the word I'm looking for? The the mystique about a player being that good, I think I was just drawn to. And I think there's like a, a bit of unknown with not getting to watch him. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That I just kind of have this reverence for. Him. I, I, I was I was trying to figure this out last night. I was like, why is this guy in my... And, I, and, and the only thing I could think of is when I was five, six, uh, in living in Severna Park, Maryland, which is just outside of Annapolis, and uh, right up the street from where we lived, there were two gas stations, one being a Crown gas station, which I think was more of a northeastern mm-hmm. gas station. And that day, Brooks Robinson, this was a hot summer day, real hot, and he was signing autographs at the Crown gas station. So my mother took me up there to get his autograph. Mm-hmm. This would be like my first celebrity autograph. Like I'm a huge, I'd go to the old Memorial Stadium. I'd sit out on the cheap seats with my buddy and his parents, and they, we'd bring a little red and white igloo cooler, and we eat that crappy cheese on a, a red plastic stick. Oh, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Every time they would bring those things, and we'd just down those things, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and we'd watch, and we'd watch, the, you know, the, the O's play. Oh, say, you know, we watch O's play. So we go to get his autographs, just me and my mom, and there's this line that just is like a snake wrapped around you know, the, the entire parking lot. And we're waiting there for hours, sweating our balls off. Yeah, my mom's got balls. Mm. And so, well, she did. And so uh, the, the, this guy comes over and cuts the line off, like two people in front of us, if not one person. That's bull. And the lady in front of us throws a fit. She was Karen before Karen. And she throws mm. a fit. And because she threw a fit, they didn't stop it after her. I, I, I think they felt like they needed a buffer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they went right after us. Oh, oh. nice. We were the last ones to get oh. Brooks Robinson's autograph. Dang. And where is it now? Is that one of the things you threw out? No, God, no. I still have it. It's, it's on oh. my mantle. Yeah, I still have it. It's on that's my mantle. That's really cool. You know, and I've got all this, you know, baseball cards and, and all that stuff. And But I, I guess that's why... As a kid, you know, he was my first celebrity autograph. Mm-hmm. As a baseball fan, as a kid, I mean, every kid grows up playing baseball. I think, right? So you, you got a you got a favorite. You got you, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Every no. kid does not grow up playing. So baseball. no, they tried to force me into football, and that didn't really work out. No, no, not everybody plays baseball. Well, you, why? Because of your weight? No, I just didn't like the sport. Like that was always my favorite guy. You're always the catcher. I, I wish they would have even tried to put me on a baseball team. Maybe I would have liked the sport more. No, I've always hated baseball. You should have stood in line more to of get a volleyball it. guy. Yeah, <laughs> more of a swimmer, right? <laughs> Floater. Floater. <Anyway. laughs> no, my only brush with baseball is that I've been like personally screwed over by George Brett of the Kansas City Royals. Because what? I listen. Omaha has the farm team for where I'm from. Has the farm team for the Royals. Right. Okay. The storm and chasers. The, the storm chasers. Right. Yeah. So I don't expect anybody to know that. But they had this brand new park that they put up, right? And I was the first pitch. They asked me to come out and be the first pitch because of a, we were tied in with the radio station I was working at. Great. First pitch ever at Werner Park. This guy. Who makes it into the papers? George Brett. The first pitch. No, he was not. And I have photographic proof uh, that I was the first pitch. So screw you, George Brett. Kyle, our stories are nice and they're positive. <laughs> they pay homage. His is bitter and angry. Yeah. That's why but, he hates baseball. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I've got a lot of trauma built up from that sport, but I just wear it well. Well, since it's all positive, I didn't want to throw the negative in there. But years later, I threw out a first pitch uh-huh. at, a, at a Rays game. I was in Tampa Bay and Jim Palmer was there. Oh. And Jim Palmer, another Baltimore Oriole great, 
uh, I was like, well, oh, this is great. He's the underwear guy. You know, yeah. he's a great pitcher, yeah, and you know, he did all these underwear. I was like, Jim Palmer. Uh-huh. I was like, God, he still looks really good. Huge hands. Huge hands. <laughs> Every professional athlete has the biggest hands. That's why he's an underwear model. <laughs> and I, I, was like, I was like, Mr. Palmer, hey, how you doing? I do radio here, and blah, 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 and I'm getting ready to throw out the first pitch. I was like, oh, I grew up. I was a huge fan. Just blew me. Big. Big, literally big league man. Oh, like, blue so yeah. what a stud! I love that for him. Can can you can you can you sign this for me? You know, I'm, a, I'm an adult. Can you sign this for me, Jim? Like, <laughs> the pin doesn't fit in my hands. And he did. He signed. He signed the ball, but he, he did it reluctantly. So anyway, said it some other guy's name. I guess that's why you know you'd be a fan of. So you have to have a. I always say this is a story. You'd have to have an incident or a story that brings you. Yeah. Why you'd be a fan? Because neither one of us were around when when Brooks Robinson played. No. But Maybe. I, like you, playing baseball, always I always wanted to play third base. Mm-hmm. Never was good enough. It always put me out in right field. Sure. You know, but I wanted to play third base because of Brooks Robinson. Yeah, I I mean I I, I played it. I was good enough to play it. That's the thing. I've played baseball my whole life. Not one person. I've worked in this city, I've worked in another city. Not one team has asked me to throw out a first pitch, and it's all I want to do. Yeah, well, you're gonna I'm, get screwed I'm gonna do by George Brent, so don't. Well, I'm sure Sacramento will ask you. Oh, that's right. They don't have a baseball team, so never mind. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. There's a triple A team. Come on, baby. I'm talking about a major league baseball team. Okay. All right. They got a River Cats. I know their hats. That was good enough for me. Our buddy Charlie down the hall wears a River Cats hat, and they are so cool. Really good hats. Yeah, Yeah. really good hats. Might be the best. I'm not a hat guy, but might be one of the best hats. Good hats. What's, the, what's their fight called? Okay, I'm not trying to get in an argument with you. Is it just simple? I'm going to break. Just agree with me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, you're uh, right. They're super sick. I, I didn't know I was going to touch uh-huh. a nerve. <laughs> nerve. I think they're great hat With a hat thing. Of hat takes. All right, uh, yeah, hat takes. Yeah, first uh, round of headlines. <laughs> Nikki D, what do you got? I want to tell you where a haunted house is up for sale and who else may be included in the actor strike. All right, two big stories from today. Get you learned a little bit with your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. All right, friends, first round of headlines, Nikki D. Would you buy a house if you knew it was haunted? H1. To say many homeowners strive to keep their homes looking nice, but one Minnesota family is competing for the ugliest home in America. (laughs) A funeral home listed for sale in Massachusetts is getting a lot of attention online because they have a sign that's posted outside the home that says it's probably haunted. And the reason why is because even though it's a three-bedroom Five bathroom family style home. That's how it was built. It was turned into a funeral home, and it's been that way since uh, 1948. So, if you saw a listing for a home that you could turn back into a home and it was beautiful, but you think it might be haunted because dead people were in there, would you still buy it? Uh, me personally, no. But there are a lot of people that totally would that are into that thing. My the house that you know, we were just talking about, Brooks Robinson, and me growing up as a kid in Maryland. Uh, the house that we eventually moved in with the the first stepdad, the mm-hmm. abusive one, mm-hmm. that house was haunted. Oh, how do you know what happened? Well, like you got five hours of me telling stories. No, just tell me one good one. I've never heard this before. So okay, well, I got a couple good ones. Uh, quickly, uh, we moved in. I did not know this, but my first stepdad, his wife had just died of cancer. And we would hear noises and sounds all the time. Me, Uh my brother, my cousins, my mother, everybody would hear stuff. So one day we're in the living room. The living room, it was on the water. So when your house is on the water, the front of your house is the house facing the water. That's by tradition. Mm -hmm. This room, very colonial style house, uh, had 
windows all around it, probably mm-hmm. 14 different windows, <clears throat> skinny windows, <clears throat> like long skinny windows. And we we're me and my cousins, my mom, were all sitting in the living room and it was daylight and all the blinds were up. So the sun's shining in. Uh huh. And we were talking about the noises and we're telling ghost stories and stuff like that about what we've heard just in the house. So my mother was standing up. Most of us were sitting down or on the floor or on the carpet. And she jokingly said, yeah, she jokingly goes, or this lady's name was Christine. She goes, jokingly, she goes, all right, Christine, if you're here, give us a sign. As soon as she got to the N on sign, every single one of those 14 windows with the blinds dropped at one time simultaneously. (laughs) We got to go. I would have been running up out of there. You hear me? We got to go. Oh, my gosh. What did y'all do? Scream and flail around? No, we all looked at each other. I told you. I told you. (laughs) I told you. No, I wouldn't even play with Ouija boards when I was a kid. No way. Yeah, Mm -mm. I I told you. I told you. (laughs) Yeah, and then I had her. (laughs) This is how much my mom loved me. She, my room was her, the Christine's favorite room. Dang. It was her sewing room. So your room was super haunted. One night, get back, got my first fishing rod. I uh, got my first tackle box, and I got my first buck knife. I felt good about myself. We just got back from Sears. But it was a school night, so I had mm-hmm. to get right into bed. I get into bed. I was wide awake. I was actually stoked. Like, I was, I was wired because I was so excited to use it the, the upcoming weekend. And I get in bed. As soon as I sit in bed, there was a rocking chair in the room. Again, that rocking chair, mm-hmm. her favorite chair, I find out later. No. I look yeah, I look over to the rocking chair. There's a white figure in the rocking chair, and the chair is rocking back and forth. As a kid, what do you do? You scream. No. You jump oh. under the covers. Yeah, thank you. You put, So I pull the covers up <laughs> over my head because <laughs> yep. that's what protects you. <laughs> and then, I, then what do you do? Slowly pull them pull down. Pull it down and look and see if it's still happening. Look over there. The image is gone. The chair's still rocking. But the chair's still a rock. Oh. No. no, no, no. So to answer your question, Nikki D, uh, me, no, I wouldn't buy it if I were in it and the ghost was cool. Yeah, that's I've got I got no problem with that. You know, I'm all about diversity. <laughs> but I would not buy it me personally, but there are a lot of people that would. Ugh, no, I couldn't do it either. Yeah. No right. way. Second start. Video game makers are up next on the strike list. H two. SAG AFTRA could soon authorize a strike against major video game companies. They are already striking against Hollywood studios and streamers. The writer's strike uh, is getting ready to end, actually, but the actor's strike is still going on. And now being added to the actor's strike are video game makers. It's some of the same issues that they're having with them, including wages, safety measures, and protections on use of artificial intelligence. This is a question I had, and I wanted to ask you this, Nelson. I've seen video games where actual actors' faces, their voices, and everything are in these games. Are they saying they're not getting paid for that? Um, well, some of it's the voice actors are are not being paid enough, but the actual employees of video game companies for years have railed against what they call crunch. And that is that these big publishers, the Blizzard, Activisions of the world, and, and everyone else, Bethesda is another one, what they end up doing is they set a release date for a game that's untenable. That's You cannot release it in this much time. And instead of moving that release date back and putting out a good game, they make actors, they make uh, creators, they make everybody that's on the team work in upwards of 18, 19 hours at a time. You can't go home. you got to stay in the building. You get to nap while you're there and then continue. And while they can't legally say that you have to do this, people just automatically just disappear from the company when they don't. Well, that's called hard work, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that's coffee. <laughs> Overworked. Well, there's a that's a lost art where you're passionate. You shouldn't do anything about for money. You should do it for passion. You got a deadline. Mm-hmm. You got to set a deadline. You should do it. Hey, hey here's the thing uh, I thought about with this that the writers going back. Mm-hmm. So the writers go back, but the actors don't. Right. So what is that going to do if the actors are still striking and the writers are writing? Mm. They're going to need to move forward. So how many jobs from named actors are going to be taken by someone that either is not SAG or after, right, uh-huh. or wants to step over the line? Ooh, yep. I mean, it can definitely happen. The writers are acting as though they're going to still support the actors in their strike, but I don't know how far that support's going to go. And how many writers are going to become actors? Uh-huh. Well, radio's next. They've got to do something because the same thing's going to hit this business. <laughs> the only pr- radio. I agree. Well, the only problem is radio people, the few of us that are out there, we're too lazy to go out and pick it. Also, like <laughs> let us let us strike and see what companies do. We're gone. And, and radio people, radio people don't want to pick it and protest because they'd ask the radio station for uh, for money to get the boards and the markers, and that yeah, would no that joke. Would, that wouldn't be available. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't have to worry about radio people striking, I guess. Uh, Have you ever looked at a woman or a man and not found them attractive until they were with someone else? Mm. I think that is happening with what is possibly the biggest news story, definitely in the NFL last weekend, and continuing with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. 98 Rock. Sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. It's chance of a lifetime, my friends, and the key word for right now, waves. You can hear them in the background, actually. You can. Waves. W-A-V-E-S. You will take that keyword and go to 98 Rock's website, krxq.net, krxq.net. It's very simple. You fill out the information, you put in waves, and then you are all teed up and ready to rock and roll for a possible win on this amazing opportunity to go to Hawaii and stay at Disney's Aulani Resort. Round-trip airfare thanks to Southwest Airlines. You get a voucher for four. Uh, round-trip ground transportation, so some dude's going to take you to and from the air, uh, the hotel. With a sign. With a, Well, we don't know that. Don't say that. I know that for a fact I did it. I mean, they had a sign for you. That was a sign Nikki for you. D. Nelson was supposed to get on this like three weeks ago and <laughs> confirm or deny that there's going to be a sign with your name on it. So don't say it if it's not on my paper here, okay? Please. I got stop enough. Bringing, okay, stop sorry. Stop bringing up stuff I forgot about. Sorry, sorry. I got enough heat around here. I don't need a sign here. Hopefully heat. you'll get a sign. Hopefully. There we go. Ho- allegedly. Allegedly. Just say allegedly. <laughs> uh, you get a, a, a beautiful room there at Disney's Alani Resort for four nights plus $200 resort credit. And I, I highly suggest, again, and I tell you this every time, but for those that have not heard me say this, is please visit the 98 Rock social media uh, please visit Nikki D's social media. Uh, she got the opportunity to go out there to Disney's Alani Resort and stay for a few days, actually a week. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is beautiful. And you can kind of live vicariously through, until you win, of course, uh, Nikki's social media. The real Nikki D33. I realized mm. we didn't tell you what my social media is. So mm. there you have it. Uh, also on the shows as well. I listen to the BS. All right. Uh, it's the BS. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle in the other room, your phone number 916-909-0985. Have you ever looked at somebody and not been attracted to them until they're with somebody else? Uh, I I, I can't think of a time I have. I don't think I have. Because is it not a thing for men and women? 
you know, where once they're taken, they become more attractive. I've been attracted to someone, and then when I found out they were taken, it made me feel some kind of way. I don't know if it made me more attracted to them, mm. but I had the thing in my mind now, like, I have to figure out how to steal them away. Right, exactly. It, <laughs> so it's more about, I think it, it boils down to more about the hunt. The competition. The competition, sure, mm-hmm. yeah. So Taylor Swift, not ugly, you know, mm-hmm. extremely talented. She's the, the biggest, you know, thing that's going in the world today. Uh, she can move mountains, you know, just by posting something yes. on social media. And it's cool. I mean, it's very difficult mm-hmm. not to like Taylor Swift. She's done nothing wrong to anybody, I guess. You know, of course, last weekend, the, the big story uh, if you're watching the NFL, is that she showed up to a Kansas City Chiefs game. So she's at Arrowhead Stadium, and you know she's dating uh, Travis Kelsey, the you know uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Just her being at the game in the luxury suite, and after the Taylor Swift effect afterwards, Travis Kelsey's jersey sales jumped 400%. Wow. Going through the roof. The Swifties don't play. Right. So, right. you know, the Swifties are like, if you're in on Travis, we're in on Travis. We love Travis exactly. now. <laughs> Even the uh, Epsy sales have gone up. They have all this merch now they've put on Epsy um, promoting him and her together. The most watched television program of the week across all networks was that blowout game, 41-10 against the Chicago Bears. Wow. Over 24 million viewers because of Taylor Swift. Uh, Fox announced that's what the game that's what the game was on that the game ranked first among females 12 to 17 18 to 34 <laughs> 18 to 49 and two plus which I didn't even know was a demographic why are we tracking two plus <laughs> because of Taylor Swift yep so I'm I'm you know you, you can't get away with seeing the footage of her mouthing let's effing go yes mm-hmm. when he scores the touchdown the story's great the the NFL is just saying thank you thank you thank you to Taylor Swift for bringing in a totally different audience mm-hmm. to watch these football games and to buy their merchandise and, and to promote their brand. But I never looked at Taylor Swift as that attractive until Sunday. I still don't. Her I- being with Travis Kelsey and her a football fan and to see that level of celebrity be so supportive of someone else. Uh-huh. Right. And to be excited for a football game even though she has claimed to be a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, which, ironically enough, Travis Kelsey's brother is the center uh-huh. for that team, Jason Kelsey. It just, I was like, God, that's, that's hard. Well, it's like shit made her, it normalized her. It's, yes, that's exactly what it did. It's like when you go out to dinner with a girl, maybe the first date, this is a guy's perspective. And, you know, back in the day, it would be she would order a crouton and only eat half of it. Uh-huh. But to take a girl out and she's like, yeah, uh, can I get it? Yeah, no, I'll, I need a pitcher myself. Yeah. And no, no, those, yeah, I'll, those wings are for me. Rare. Yeah, <laughs> rare, yeah. Just hang it on a hook from the ceiling, please. <laughs> well, the other thing I noticed, uh, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned this, Bailey, because I saw on TikTok yesterday there was some huge Swifty that was talking about how excited they all were that she can appear small now compared to the person that she's dating. And I wonder if that has an element to it as well. Because if you've known anything about the people that she's dated, it's all been these kind of gangly musicians. And she's a very tall woman anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, to be to see her next to Travis Kelsey, he, like, she's a dwarf in comparison to him. Well, there's something uh, that's called the girlfriend effect. At least that's what the internet says. Oh, that's real for sure. Claiming that guys, this is the flip side. Uh-huh. I'm assuming it works both ways, so that's kind of what the conversation is. 
claiming that guys might get hotter by being taken, specifically being with a woman who's helping him with his look. Mm-hmm. And the videos that are going viral, like one shows a woman and she posts pictures of her boyfriend before and after they got together with the implication that the guy gets a, a what they say, a glow up uh-huh. mm-hmm. because their ladies are helping them with fashion and grooming. Absolutely. And then we take all of our time doing that with these men and then they leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> so a lot of women aren't aren't glowing them up anymore. Well, hold on. <laughs> right. it, hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. It works both ways. Women, as soon as they get the boob job, they're out the door. Uh-huh. Uh, they get a sense of confidence. And guys, as we all know, and just I don't want any women to hear this because they'll totally take it the wrong way. So sure. this is just for you guys. Right. And let's be honest. We say this behind closed doors, but we're not going to ever say it out loud is the last thing we want in our woman is confidence. No, 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 no. That got, is we, so horrible. We got, you were you not supposed to, to You were not supposed to hear that. I have ears your- and I can hear that. And I knew, I've known my entire life <laughs> no. that that is exactly how men think. They don't no. want you to be confident. They meet you confident and then they say, you know, I don't like that you wear no. makeup and I don't like you wearing the weaves and <laughs> you shouldn't have those fake fingernails. Had I had all of these things when you met me, but now you want to dumb me down so I look regular smeg dag no. and don't have confidence. That's where you're wrong. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you only know no. you only know part of the plan. What's the rest of the plan? Go ahead, divulge it. We well, don't well, stop listening. You don't I'm talk. Listening. You don't talk to me like that. If you want to know the rest of the plan, <laughs> step one. <laughs> yeah, that's step one. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got to gain control, right? And that's how you gain control. You're better than us, so we got to like lord over you. <laughs> the second part of the plan is to, and you'll be able to understand this because you did boot camp, right? Is you <laughs> is you break them down mm-hmm. and then you build them back up the yes. way you want them. Yes. Oh my God. Mm, that's classic. That is horrible. And you know, I tell my girlfriends this all the time with these <laughs> men they be with and they don't listen to me. I'm going to take this clip and isolate it. I swear I am. Mm-mm, never existed. You just watch. Oh, it exists. Nope. Oh, don't think it doesn't work the, the other way. secret is out. Oh, hold on. <laughs> don't think it doesn't work the other way. It doesn't work oh, the other way. Please. Not at all. Women cannot wait every single woman has the broken broken bird syndrome oh yeah where you guys are fixers they're fixers so they will find a guy they'll dig the guy looks most likely at first maybe the guy makes them laugh and then they'll find something that's a project and they're like i'm going to spend the rest of my life <laughs> on this project yeah. that well, you are right about and once you do it you've got control so that's the woman's side of things. So don't think this is a one-sided guy does this, guy's a bad guy. Guy, Women do the same damn thing. Yeah, you guys do it just on another level, though. The way you guys manipulate and work that thing out, it, it's a lot different than when women do it. Can you think of another celebrity couple? And I only say celebrity couple. I mean, if anybody listening has an example of a celebrity couple or a non-celebrity, maybe even it's you, where after you decided to be with somebody, you found yourself more attractive to other people. Uh, I would like to hear that. But if you can you think of another celebrity couple that before not so attractive, either the guy or the girl, but once they're together, uh, you're like, wow, God, that's they're really good looking. Ben Affleck in any relationship he's ever been in. Single Ben Affleck is always like sullen, and like broken and beaten down, and whether he was with Jennifer Garner or the two times he's been with J Lo, Ben Affleck looks his best when he has a woman with him. 
I was expecting you to give me the woman in the relationship <laughs> and Nikki to give me the guy. But okay, that's fine. That I just is like a ben great <laughs> scenario. I really uh-huh. like that. Go back and look. Look at single Ben Affleck. But he's all, they always find him with like six different kinds of fast food and a bottle of liquor in his hand and his eyes are all sunken in. But as soon as he's back with J-Lo, old boy's in 10. He's right, a you, 10. you want me to get in, in, the, in the elevator with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll help you out. Uh-huh. This is the opposite. Okay. This person, when they're with somebody, doesn't look as attractive. Okay. And does not come across as cool. Who's that? Uh, actually, how, hold on. I'll tell you. We got a break. Okay. I'll tell you after the break. But <laughs> I'm waiting. I, I can't wait. I, I, I don't want Nelson. I don't want Nelson just to be out there on the island of I will be. I men by himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to come to the island of men with me. And I'll give you guys a woman. Isles of Giles. There you go. <laughs> oh, I bet arts and crafts. Yeah. I know you will. I expected you. That's why I'm taking this to another segment. I figured you'd have a good 10 minutes of women. No, I don't have 10 minutes. I have one example. Because my woman example was you. Before you and Clarissa started dating, I... (laughs) (laughs) You are so shady. Oh, my God. And on top of that, before you guys started, you know, at my desk at home, the scissors were the least important thing to me. Oh, please. <laughs> now they're my favorite utensil. Whatever. Throw them away. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Put them in the trash. No. Every time I look at the scissors, I think of you. You don't even have scissors. He's got golden scissors in his studio. Yeah, this actually, my room is called the Golden Scissors Studio. Oh, good, Nelson. There's a large gold sign on my wall with a giant pair of golden scissors. All he sees is your face. God. And I think of you every single time. <laughs> And my grandmother, which is weird. Uh, all right, 916-909-0985. You want to get in on this conversation? We'll continue this here in just a minute. Hey. See, the other week, Brian May of Queen helped NASA with that asteroid project. No, is he a genius? He's an astrophysicist, is he not? I had no idea. Really? I did not know that. Have you not seen the movie? No, I haven't, actually. Oh. Ooh, shame on you, Nelson. Who's <laughs> uh yeah, he's he's like a genius. I did not know that. Yeah. The only celebrity genius I know is uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren. I didn't. I did not know that. He's a rocket scientist. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, they didn't call Dolph. They called Brian, which is bull. Yeah. Call it, my guy Dolph. There's some. Uh, it's like, did we do it in headlines or no? I don't think we For did. What? The NASA asteroid thing. No, no, we didn't. Like, they, there's some big project that they. It's been years in the making, and then finally something landed, and I don't they know. They dropped the, it down from space. Yeah, I don't know the whole story, but Brian, May, how cool would that be? You know, you're at NASA, and Brian May of Queen walks in. Yeah. How do you not ask for a, a picture or an autograph or ask him about Freddie Mercury? Or, right. Like, they may not have all really known who he was. Yeah, I think about oh, that, Oh, yeah, think how young the people are now. Mm-hmm. So the old guy with the long gray hair. Yeah, like, they're scientists. They're nerdy. They're in the books. They probably don't know who he is. Are you the guy in the cover band with Adam Lambert? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> What's Adam like? How cool What's is he? What's Adam like? <laughs> So uh, is it the girlfriend effect, the boyfriend effect? Taylor Swift, as I had said last segment, you know, she's extremely talented. This is not a knock on her. Just me personally as a guy, uh, my preferences of women, I never thought that she was overly attractive. But now that she's with Travis Kelsey, for some reason, I think she's like the hottest thing in the world. Uh It's just something sexy about her being at the football game, her not being. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the male chauvinist in all of us. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, me, not, me included, is that you especially? Well, no, don't say that because people are going to get twisted. I, <laughs> I joke a lot. I'm not that guy, really. But the the see the woman like Taylor Swift, who is the alpha, 
Yeah. Now come across at the game as the beta. And you're right, it humanizes her. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much the alpha beta aspect, but it's the humanization. Yes. And when you dumb somebody down like that, they become hotter. I agree. Right? Guy mm-hmm. guy as well. And you had given the example, Nelson, of Ben Affleck. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Ben Affleck looks better when he is paired. Which is weird. The guys on the show are giving examples of guys. <laughs> we should be giving examples of women. Yeah, well. But I'm going to give you one. Okay. George Clooney. But this is the opposite. You're right. George Clooney's single is cooler, way more better looking yep. than George Clooney married. I think you're on to something, Bailey. Last segment you had mentioned that a lot of times women are dumbing their men down. No, he said men are dumbing their women down. Don't get it twisted. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he said that women women want don't want their man stolen anymore. It used to be he had the glow up, but now women are catching on to that glow up and trying to tamp him down a little bit. It goes both ways. Without a doubt, it does. Nah, I don't. I don't agree. Women are always trying to make their men look more appealing and attractive. Uh, yeah, for them. Right, but yeah. it's to other women as well. It happens. Have you ever seen uh, "Forgetting Sarah Marshall"? Yes. Okay, the Kristen Bell, Russell Brand, and what she would do with Jason Segel as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. My girlfriend bought me this hat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God! It's so much better than a backpack. You know. You know, and it's like <laughs> right. one of those man purses. Uh-huh. And Russell Brand is the big rock star in the movie, and he doesn't want to wear her. I do admire Sir Tommy Bahama, but I'm just feeling this tonight. <laughs> and he wants to wear the rock star outfit, but instead right. to appease her, he wears the Hawaiian shirt. Yes. That's what women do. They they want their stamp on the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're agreeing with me now. You just a second ago disagreed no, with me. You I, I'm saying we're them. not dumbing them down. He said we're dumbing them down. I'm saying no, we're not. We are sprucing them up. No, you're dumbing them down from what they are to fit, to tailor fit mm-hmm. what you like. Yes, and it's always for the better. In your worst. opinion, for the yeah. in your mind, again, you're, <laughs> pull your wig back and open up your ears. You're missing the point. The point is, is that you're doing it to tailor make them for you, right? You're dumbing them down for the rest of the world just for you. You are not showcasing men so other women find them attractive. I don't agree with that. It doesn't matter how many ways you say it. You, you just you, did agree with You it. think you want to put a man on display then? You want him to appear like like you can hunt. Like, look, women, mm-hmm. this is what I can get. Yeah. No women wants other women to look at their men. Okay. Man. Okay, good talk, Nikki D. 916-909-0985. Your example of a woman is what? It's Katie Holmes. Right. Um, she looks a little frumpy when oh, she's yep. out by herself. Yes, but when but she was when with she Jamie. Was, mm-hmm. And even Tom Cruise to a degree. Yes, even Tom Cruise to a degree. Yes. She spruced up way more, and she looks she, way more attractive. She looked way better with Jamie, though. Yeah, she did. But you Jamie, know what's funny about that? He was Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I didn't know she was with Jamie. Well, because their relationship was secret for so long. So when they finally came out and were and going then out in public. She wasn't as good looking, I don't think, once it was out in the open because it was the beginning of the end of that relationship. Because if you remember, once they finally did go public with it, it was quickly over after that. Well, yeah. she she looked the best with neither of those. Who who with? With Dawson. I knew he was going to say that. I oh, knew he was yeah. going to say Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a strong relationship, I got to tell you. <laughs> and, and they had the creek. They did. I mean, it was the, the, the whole shebang was right there. You know what the zip code was at Dawson Creek? 902. Damn. 90108? Yeah, 90. Was it really? No. Oh. <laughs> no but the- I was just about to say, I was thought, they said, I don't want to wait. 90108? Oh, that's the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. 
You know, and I don't think guys see this either. Like, you watch, uh, like, I'm looking at the picture of uh, Travis Kelsey uh-huh. and, and Taylor Swift walking out. Supposedly, they had to put her in a popcorn. She said that's fake. She was I not. Don't, I don't believe that either. Yeah, she said she was not in there. She walked out with his mom, uh-huh. with him, out of the back gates. People just it's enough brought, security. Yeah, people just made that a thing. So, this is the prank to pull if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan and you're at any game mm-hmm. of theirs, is you get some buddies to dress up in what would look like security. Mm-hmm. And you find something that looks like she would be in. And you make it kind of a on the down low spectacle. Oh my God, that's great. And just put, I mean, if somebody, some of you internet brilliant people don't do this, and it would be phenomenal. You know, you and do. just stand there and guard it and have like little breathing holes in it. You know, yeah. And like hope that real security doesn't come by and snag. What, what are they going to do? To be there. I mean, all you have to do really is stand in front of an already existing thing. Yeah, you wouldn't even need to like try and get in anywhere if you just walked around that complex because down where they're at, Kauffman Stadium, which is where they play, the Kansas City Royals play, is right next to it. Okay. So it's a huge footprint. So you would just pull up and then walk in between the two stadiums and make it look like you were going somewhere. So the picture that I'm looking at when they leave and everybody's seen it, and I think you had mentioned that the Etsy has like they're selling Travis Kelsey's outfit, mm-hmm. which is horrendous. I mean, absolutely the ugliest thing I've ever seen. So if you watch him walk out, it's like this dude's trying too hard, and she's wearing a white tank top, I think jeans. She's got a Kansas City Chiefs jacket, uh, strategically, mind you, tied around her waist. Mm-hmm. And I say strategically because. On the back, on her backside, it says Chiefs. Like, you know, you have him perfectly. Right. Uh-huh. So the, the jacket has Chiefs on the back of it. So she tied it perfectly knowing that she's, you know, people are going to see uh-huh. it. So uh-huh. she got chi- Brilliant. Girl's brilliant. Absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. But she looks like, ah, I just went to a football game. This dude's like, I can't wait for the VMAs. <laughs> and people didn't even notice her going in because she was that low key. Like, Which she didn't crazy. go in with security. She only walked in with handlers. She won't be able to do that again now. No, she won't because people are going to be looking for her. Right. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She only walked in with handlers. I'm like, look at Taylor, low-key. Nobody was paying attention. In the one photo I saw, there was a guy, like, looking at her and still didn't even know who she was. It's, that's always trippy when you go to an event and you're you're standing next to somebody that you would think would get VIP mm-hmm. treatment. I remember waiting in line at the box office at the House of Blues at downtown Disney in Orlando uh, to get my tickets at Will Call, and Andy Dick was in front of me. Not that Andy Dick is like a huge deal. but No, but I'd mark out over him. It's still Andy Dick, and you're like, right. why are you waiting in line, dude? Yeah, so well, apparently. Because it's Andy Dick. That <laughs> <laughs> tells you right there about where he ranks. I was standing right behind him. He's with some really young girl. And, 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 nobody, and that's the other thing, when like no one notices them. Because that happened to me uh, in, in Atlanta when I was going into some type of event. I saw Candy and, like, her people come by. And I watched to see. I'm sorry? Like, Candy. She's from uh, Escape, and she's on reality TV. Mm-hmm. But I watched to see if her if she would have to come where we were. But, no, she got escorted through the secret doors. And I'm like, dang. That's crazy. I cannot believe no one recognized Candy. <laughs> people <laughs> did he recognize say her. But I'm he just saying, say that. that's a celebrity I mean, that I saw be escorted. What kind of world do we live in when security's not doing their job in escorting Candy from Escape, escape yeah. to her seat? They did. I mean, there's there's safety things that we got to take into consideration. <laughs> right. I mean, you could start a riot. 
You may not know her, but you know, people, people know did. her. She had to be escorted. She didn't stand in line with us. Uh, I'm sure somebody knows her. A lot of people know her. Willie Wonka. She's international. Huh? She's international. <laughs> Candy's international? Yeah. Huh. Dentists well, everywhere recognize her. Yeah, I don't know if I believe Candy's a big. Do you know Candy? I knew Candy from, but I know Escape. I know a lot of the. I know the a lot of Candy's back in the day when I was going to, you know. I know those, a lot of the female groups that she's into, though. SWV. You Have know, you ever gotten like, your estrogen checked? <laughs> but it's high. Didn't you get blood yesterday? Oh, we're going to talk about that, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're we'll going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Did you get your blood checked? Oh, I got blood checked. Oh, yeah. The guys pulled a bucket of blood out of me. Did you uh, Did you get the, the results? Not yet. We need to check your estrogen levels. <laughs> I think your I think your estrogen levels are too high. I'm going to come back female and black, I think, actually. All, all I get from back. you is Ben Affleck, uh-huh. girl bands, <laughs> and <Yeah>. tears. <laughs> yeah. He's in touch with his feelings. Yeah. No. Yeah. His estrogen levels are too high. I, well, I haven't cried. I haven't cried since Gravygate. Gravygate. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to cry over a Trudy. Oh, I don't think I got any tears left for that now. Yeah. Well, that's the first Trudy, the one that was. Your oh sister. yeah, I did all that. Uh... No, first Trudy was completely off type in that regard because she was a blonde. Talking about your wife, your oh, ex-wife. Tr- my, you're your calling sister. my ex-wife's a Trudy. She's your sister. I thought Trudy one was the one who broke my heart after my ex-wife. Yeah, was... that's who Trudy is. Oh, okay. You got it mixed up. So the original wife, which is Nelson without a beard. Mm-hmm. Well, Nelson's sister is the original wife. Well, then my sister looks like me without a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I followed. Nellie. Nell. Nell. Big Nell. That's what the kids got her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They conceive their children doing it Big Nelly style. Uh-huh. Big yeah. Nelly style. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where another inmate has escaped the hospital and why Jack in the Box is being sued for gun violence. All right, let's get learned to big stories from today, and we'll get you those here in just a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. I'm watching a video in Philadelphia. There was looting at a Lululemon store, and these cops are just beating the schnizzles out of the looters. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm so glad to see this. I know you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy is just, just you're not going to get them all, nope. but just get one. That's all you need. That's what they tell you if you're getting jumped. Just get one. Uh, it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you are confronted with more than one person and you know what most likely the end result's going to be, you say, let me ask you, before we start, who's driving? What do you mean? Who's going to drive your buddies to the hospital? <laughs> because one of them is going. Okay. Yeah, that's all. I just need to know because I don't want to hurt your hands. So you're good. You're the driver. You're going to the hospital. <laughs> no, just to make sure. I mean, I, I, you're probably not going to take me with you, but he's definitely coming down with exactly. me. God, I love seeing this. This is fantastic. All right. Two big stories uh, from today. Go ahead. Another inmate is on the loose, but this time it's right here, H3. In addition to how this inmate escaped from the hospital, there's also questions about whether proper policies and procedures were followed. According to Calusa County Sheriff's Office, Brittany Glass, 34-year-old woman, was in custody 
at the hospital and she has escaped. Now, the crazy part of this story is she escaped on Thursday from the hospital, but the police were not notified that she wasn't there until Monday. I'm pretty confused on how that has happened. They didn't know that she had escaped until someone reported seeing her in an intersection with a robe on and an orange jumpsuit flagging somebody down near an interstate. She's about five feet, four inches tall. She weighs 158 pounds, and they still have no idea where she is. Well, she's going by an assumed name. She goes by Candy now because uh, she No, she does escaped. not. <laughs> <laughs> He's very quick. I know. <laughs> he wasn't listening to anything I said. He's like, oh, I got one for her. Uh, just, I'm ready. Just waiting for the pause, <laughs> waiting for you to come up for air. <laughs> this is only 65 miles from Sac, so this is close. She could end up here. What, what was she in for? Uh, she was in for uh, probation. What happens to the the people, whether it's law enforcement or the handlers or whoever it is that's in charge of, like, you know, keeping an eye? Like, mm-hmm. who gets blamed for the escape? You know, we just had the guy on the, the like, 14-day. Pennsylvania. Right, yep. right, right, right. We had one here locally not that long ago. Yep. Who, th- do you lose your job? You're supposed to, absolutely. You are in big trouble. If you're standing guard over this inmate and you let them escape, that means at some point, you are not doing your job, and you absolutely normally lose your job for that. Yep. Did the guards on duty get fired when Jeffrey Epstein allegedly hung himself, even though I don't believe he's dead? Now, that one I don't know because prison is a little bit different. You have a lot more people that you're in charge of, so they don't come down hard on you if you can't see every single inmate. Uh, But in that case, I'm not really sure. I wonder if they have one of those signs like you'd see in a, a mechanic's garage. You know, it's like, 15 days of nobody getting hurt. <laughs> right. 15 days of nobody dying. Mm-hmm. 28 days of no one escaping. Mm-hmm. Everything is good here at the jail. All right, second story. Be prepared when throwing stuff at people. H4. Morning video shows a fast food worker spiraling out of control over an order of curly fries. We're not going to go anywhere. She speaks to the man because it's unacceptable. And then that's when the lady came from the back and it really escalated. It escalated big time. This took place at a jack-in-a-box in Houston. This guy who was on a contracting job from Florida brought his family down, and he wanted his wife to taste the curly fries at jack-in-a-box. So they go through. They leave the fries out of their order. And this isn't something that happened recently. It's back in the news now because jack-in-a-box is being sued. Um, they got into an altercation. The people, instead of simply saying, we ran out of fries, just went back and forth arguing with the guy about why they wouldn't give him fries. And so the the worker starts throwing ketchup at him. So he threw his drinks back at her. She pulls out a gun and shoots at him, his wife. He has a young child in there. His wife's pregnant. So they are suing Jack in a Box. She didn't just pull out a gun. She went and got the gun. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, God. it wasn't that she had it on her person. She left the window. Mm-hmm. She went to her gun area. <laughs> gun area. <laughs> she, she brings back the gun at the drive-thru window. The guy sees it and he starts leaving. She open she opens it up. She starts shooting absolutely. All over curly fries. I watched the entire video cuz they had the whole thing in like silent, but you can just see the footage and I was like, "Oh my goodness." Yeah. What would you have done if somebody's shooting at you at a drive-thru? I'd grab the it's, gun. It's just never that serious. I'd, I'd put a curly fly uh, fry in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they didn't have it. You didn't have no, any. No. <laughs> that was the problem. Yes, well. You know, I'm if a, I had a curly fry, you wouldn't be shooting me right now because I yeah. just put it in the barrel. I'm yeah. just surprised Jack in a Box is letting it go this far and they didn't just pay this family off. Well, I, I mean, we live in a in a FAFO world, right? And you do something and you F around and you find out, you know, neither good or bad. No. Right? You don't know who's right and who's wrong. Because I'm assuming. 
there's three sides to every story. There's my side, there's your side, and there's the truth. Mm-hmm. I guarantee the dude at the window probably was not on his best behavior. No, absolutely Nobody not. just goes and grabs a gun at, at their workplace and starts shooting through Not to defend her. Shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it escalated when one of the parties, most likely the one that instigated, probably the guy's like, how do you not have curly fries? Right. <laughs> you dumb blah 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 <laughs> That's how it all starts, right? All right. You don't know Jeff. He is a five-time, five-time, five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. He's going to join us. He is the smartest person in the world, except on the days that Nikki and I beat him. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, yeah, we we get him, we get him sometimes. Uh, Nelson will take over with uh, some trivia, and you, if you'd like to win these tickets to see Everclear with special guests the Ataris and the Pink Spiders, they'll be at Nikki D. The Quarry, <laughs> Quarry Park, Quarry Park Amphitheater, <laughs> October thirteenth. Uh, just need some players. You can pick either Team Jeopardy, Jeff. Or pick Team Bailey D, 916-909-0985. Start lining up, 916-909-0985. Get you these Everclear tickets here in just a minute. Hang on. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know don't know Jeff. And we have tickets to see Everclear with special guests the Ataris and the Pink Spiders, October 13th. Quarry Park. Amphitheater. Right, Nikki? Yep, that's correct, Mundo. Quarry Park. Quarry Park. Five-time, <laughs> uh, five-time, five-time, five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, winning well over six figures. On the fine program, Jeopardy joins us once again, as he does each and every Wednesday at this time. It is our friend Jeopardy Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm fine. I hope you all are, too. Who won last week? Uh, Jeff did. Jeff did. Jeff did. No, you won last week because I had that weird Wi-Fi issue. Oh, that is correct. Of course. Every, right. every time we win, there's an asterisk. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're doubting our wins. No, you no. said it, not me. No, 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 guys. I want to be fair. You guys won last week, remember, because I was in the middle of chemotherapy while we were doing the game. You know. <laughs> Mike okay. in uh, Roseville. Good morning to you, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, who would you like, Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? Bailey D. Bailey D. Okay. All right, Mike. Hang on, my friend. Don't go anywhere. And Chris in Lincoln, my friend. What's going on? Oh, I'm happy to be here. Happy that you're here, Christopher. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, you're going to get Team Jeopardy Jeff, if you're okay with that. Oh, that sounds like a great plan. All right. Well, you sit back, you relax and listen, and, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. All right. Jeopardy Jeff will buzz in when he knows the answer with this sound. Again? All right, why, why does your... Why is she so muffled right now? Why, why do you sound like a kitten? I don't know. There, I'm not there, doing there you go. There you go. I didn't know if you had like a cough drop in your throat or something. <laughs> Nikki D, your buzz in sound? Faith. And mine is, woo! So if you hear mine or Nikki D's, it's for Team Nikki D because we have to put our small brains together in order to match the large brain of one Jeopardy Jeff. Nelson takes over. Give us the category. Give us questions. Let's go. In the category of the cloud, the cloud, what is the name of the virtual meeting platform widely used for remote learning and video conferencing? That would be Team Bailey D. Zoom. Zoom. And that would be correct. Woo! 
Wow. There's a lot of those. Oh, here it is. I was going to say WebEx, to be honest with you. <laughs> I said widely. What is the name of Alphabet's cloud-based storage and collaboration platform used by many educational institutions and students? Woo. Matt. Because I'm a Jeopardy Jeff, I believe. I saw his face move first. Uh-huh. I did not hear it. I think that's Blackboard. And that would be incorrect. Mm. Alphabet's cloud-based storage yeah. and collaboration it's platform. It's Google Drive. Alphabet is Google. Alphabet, okay. Yeah, Google Drive. Final answer? Yeah. And that would be correct. Oh. That's the name Good of the job. company. Yeah. So I just... I, Told you, if this radio thing doesn't work out, I'm working at Best Buy. (laughs) Geek Squad. In the category of TV, Mm. Magnolia is the name of the lifestyle brand run by this Jeopardy Jeff. Gaines. Gaineses. And that would be correct, the Gaineses. Oh, that's good. Okay. Gotcha. This is uh, Fixer Upper People. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the couple known for fixing up homes, the Gaineses. Joanna. Yeah, there you go. He even said Joanna correctly. Look at that. We'll give him an extra. Yeah, I got an extra. A lot of people. Okay. <laughs> I just give you extra uh, applause. <laughs> Staying with TV, what popular Friends star made a return to TV on Apple TV's The Morning Show? <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yes. And that would be correct. I was going to just guess that. Gosh darn it. Jennifer Aniston. All right, what's the score? Two up. Two up. All right. In the category of politics, Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, and Herbert Hoover all belonged to Jeopardy Jeff. Republicans. And that would be correct. I think the answer he was looking for was Republican Party, but that's okay. All belonged to which political party? Was the rest of the question. Republican. It was Republican. So he was correct. This U.S. president was the only one to resign from office. Jeopardy Jeff by a hair. Richard Nixon. And that would be correct. You're so smart. You're like a teacher. I knew those. I just didn't want to play. In the category of everything's got an asterisk. In the category of pop culture. Grogu is commonly incorrectly called Baby Yoda. Oh. Je- uh, Bailey D, excuse me. The Mandalorian. Is she in agreement? Yeah. Yeah. Don't say yeah like that. You're just looking for that. It's correct. <laughs> the Mandalorian, this Disney Plus series. He knows his Yoda. <laughs> I know my, that's all I know. <laughs> Dr. Huxtable is the lead character on hey. Bailey D. The we, Cosby Show. We're going to get got here. I'm telling you, but yes, I would say the Cosby Show as Final well. Final answer? Yeah. yeah. And that would be correct. Oh. No, getcha, gotcha there. What's the he name of up. the first baby he delivered in his basement? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, just looking for the lead character on one American sitcom. In the category of religion, the most common name in the world is Muhammad, the prophet of this religion. Whoa. Faith. That would be Bailey D. by a hair. Islam. That's right. Islam. And that would be correct. I know my Islam. You, do you? I do. He does. Of Jesus' disciples, this one is known for betrayal. Dave. Judas. That would be Bailey D. Judas. Yeah. Judas, yes. Damn. Boom. What's up, you heathen? I know my hey, Fozzie songs. <laughs> In the category of 80s music. All right, Nikki, here's your thing. Candy, escape. <laughs> that would be incorrect. <laughs> what 
group asked us to walk like an Whoa. Egyptian? Faith. And that would be Bailey D, the Bengals. I agree. <laughs> I agree that would be correct. <laughs> walk like an Egyptian. There you go. It wasn't the material girl, but this. Faith. Nope. You shouldn't Damn have done Bailey that. Bailey D. You That's shush. Madonna. It, it's not Madonna because he's. It, <laughs> Bailey D. He's, it's not, that's wow. not going to be the answer, but yes, okay, Madonna's the material girl. I will girl. Venmo you $10 if you get the answer to this question based on what you've heard. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the material. <laughs> say Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. <laughs> that would be <laughs> incorrect. Damn. You know it's not Madonna. Jeopardy Jeff. material girl. It wasn't the material girl, but this friend of the pink ladies who physically held the biggest billboard hit of the 1980s. Wow. Oh, Olivia Newton-John? Yep. And that would be correct. Damn, Nikki. Ten weeks at number one was the song physical. You know you can't buzz in with three words in. (laughs) He does that on purpose. Material girl. In the category of psychology, the compulsion to eat and swallow non-food items is known as this condition. Bailey Dean. Fine. Madonna. No, it's not Madonna. Three. It's a crazy name for that. Gag reflex. Final answer. Yeah. That would be incorrect. Jeopardy Jeff. This compulsion to eat and swallow non-food items is known as this oh. condition. I think it's pica. Uh, and that would be correct. Yeah, I knew it was a crazy name for that. Somebody's watching their My Strange Addiction. Yep, that's what I was watching. That's the chick What's that the score? Eat- well, we have seven. Jeopardy Jeff has six. All right, let's end the game. <laughs> we got time. We got a couple minutes. A psychological test in which subjects' perceptions of ink block. Mm. Jeopardy Jeff. Or shock. Yes. And that would be correct. I couldn't think of the name. We're tied. I'm thinking of that damn uh, Butterfinger commercial with Bart Simpson. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that from back in the day. He does, the, he does do that. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. In the category of celebrity couples, this country star is married to fellow singer Tim McGraw. Whoa. Faith. That'd be Jeopardy Jeff by a hair. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Jeopardy Jeff. Jeopardy Jeff. He oh. called Jeopardy. You gave him an answer. I think I thought I buzzed in first. Now his lips. I watched the lips, man, because we got the zoom delay. The lips were in there first. When he goes, Matt, it's sometimes but behind I, on the side. I move my lips first, too. No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to have this. I'm not, not, I'm not going to have. Jeff, you know what I'm talking about. Remember that one night? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sticking with the category of celebrity couples. 60 seconds. In 2009, Fergie married this Vegas. Tra- Bailey D. Josh Dumel. Dumal. 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 Josh Dumal. And that would be correct. Woo-hoo! I know my Fergie-licious. You do. In the category of science fiction, Cyberdyne Systems is the fictional company that created... Bailey D. The Terminator. Okay, The Terminator. Yeah. And that would be incorrect. <laughs> Cyberdyne Systems, Jeopardy Jeff is the fictional company that created this computer program responsible for the end of the world in the Terminator franchise. Oh, what a dick. Um, <laughs> all right, um, five, something four, nets. Uh, three, two, two, 
one. I need an answer. Something net is correct. Skynet. Skynet is what you're looking for. Skynet. Really? Last thing you just had to throw terminate. Last word of the sentence. Was terminate. In terminate. Get a half a point. The Nostromo is where you would find Ellen Ripley as a crew member in this horror movie from the 70s. Matt. Jeopardy Jeff. Alien. And Alien would be correct. In the the category of money, do we have time still? 15 seconds. In the category of money, it is illegal for a private citizen to own this bill, the largest ever issued. Bailey D. $10,000 $10,000 Yeah, $10,000 bill. Final answer? No, yeah. it's a $1 million bill. Oh, they made a $1 million bill? I think bill? so. I think they did. Okay. Need an answer. Yes, $1 million. And that would be incorrect. <clears throat> Jeopardy Jeff, illegal for a private citizen to own this bill, the largest ever issued by the U.S. I'm going to say $100,000. $100,000 would be correct. Intended only for the use by the Federal Reserve. Son of a $10,000, the largest ever circulated. Yeah, I just went up for auction. What's the score? Dang, Jeff, Jeff has 10. We have eight. All right, go ahead. One more. For 18 <laughs> points. <laughs> Although rumored to be true, the eagle on a dollar bill has never had its head turned towards these objects in its talons. Faith. Team Bailey D. The pyramid. Or the stars. This <laughs> is like one of those Mandela effect questions. <laughs> is, that your, is that your final answer? You, whatever you say. I think it's pyramids. And that would be incorrect. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff, although rumored to be true, the eagle on the dollar bill has never had its head turned tur- towards these objects in its talons. I think he has arrows. And arrows would be correct. Oh, man. The eagle I has only. I didn't hear the question right. Pyramid. The eagle has only Stars. ever faced the olive branch as a symbol of peace. They're really big talons. Yeah. <laughs> pyramids. <laughs> Two <laughs> talons. Two totally oh, different things. She's like, just throw pyramids. What's Stars. <laughs> What's that squiggly thing up there? the number? That. <laughs> e pluribus unum. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Lincoln under there? <laughs> The talons were actually on Lincoln's head at the memorial. Well, that's a penny. Damn. I put my pennies next to my bills. (laughs) (laughs) You were tricky with the question. All right, Chris, congratulations. You're going to see Everclear on the 13th at Quarry Park Amphitheater, brother, all right? Thank you. Thank you, sir. And we appreciate you listening. Hang on the phone. We'll get your information. And Michael, thanks for playing. Try back tomorrow. We'll have more tickets. He is five-time, five-time, the five-time World Jeopardy champion of the world, Jeopardy Jeff, taking the win this week. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure as always beating you. Give uh, Jeopardy Jeff a good follow on the social media. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. All right. Have a good week. We'll see you. I hate losing. Nelson finally got to go see a doctor yesterday, and believe it or not, the doctor didn't believe him. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get you that story here in a minute. Hang on. I don't think I've ever met someone that's told me they went to see a doctor and the doctor didn't believe them. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nelson finally gets in to see a doctor. Because for some reason, you have to book him four months out. Yeah. And uh, 
He what, didn't uh, believe you that you had ADHD? Yeah, he didn't believe my diagnosis. I brought in all the medication that I'm supposed to be on, and he's like, yep, the blood pressure medication tracks, uh, but I, I can't uh, I can't sign you up for the Adderall. I, I need you to go see a different psychi- a psychiatrist. I'm like, can't you just call my doctors? Like, is there not a network for that? I went to a, a psychiatrist. It, it, it's I brought him a pill bottle from with a prescription on it. It's right. not like I didn't make this up. And it hasn't expired, right? No. Doesn't it have an expiration date when you have it, these type of prescriptions? Yeah, it has not expired. You would think like a doctor is it an older guy or younger? Um, older than me, but I don't like not by much. Would work off of like old cops. You know, they have a hunch. Uh-huh. All these young kids are using these computers, but the older guys have a hunch and they're always right. At least that's what the movie said. <laughs> right. right. You would think the doctor would just look at Nelson and go, I believe you. Right. <laughs> Have a conversation with him. You will believe him. Well, I yeah, think it's, you should have taken like the air check of the show. Like, do you, do you have the Odyssey app on your phone, sir? Right. Can you listen to the radio show that I'm a part of? And, uh-huh. you, and you're going to tell me you don't believe that I have ADHD? Are yeah. you kidding me? I need this medication. Well, and I think he thought it was suspect because it's the only medication I've been taking. Oh, because you haven't really been taking your blood I've been taking my blood pressure medication, nor have I been taking my cholesterol medication. Let me ask you this. How did you ask for it? Did you ask for it like a fiend? No, I I submitted all of the pills that I was on, and I said these are the pills I'm supposed to be on. This is the basically the only thing that I'm taking because I need it. It helps me to focus and concentrate. Because you, like me, we have a what some call a communication problem. Yeah, probably I communicated it wrong. It's the way that we, as we're told, right, present uh-huh. ourselves. Uh-huh. So I feel you, brother. I really maybe do. I, maybe I look like I was drug seeking. So like, did you come in scratching <laughs> your arm? I was about to say, were you scratching and itching <laughs> well, down your some, neck? I had some powder around my nose, you know, like I've been cracking the pills open. You know, the way you're dressed, you walk in, and uh-huh. you're like, let's just skip all this other stuff, man. Just, 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 just refill this, this thing. You probably were sweating on you. Oh, I was sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sweating. You were hungry, so that made it even oh, more I elevated. I was so hungry yesterday because I fasted, and then I did, he told me I didn't even need to fast by the time I got in there. But boy, did they take some blood out yesterday. So what happens? I mean, were you, like, offended that he didn't believe? Yeah, I was offended. I think I was. Well, and then I was more offended, like, by that, and then secondary offended by, like, I'm not making this up. Just call a doctor. They didn't ask me any of my, like, previous doctors. They didn't ask me for it. Like, can you just look it up? I don't know how medical records work. Does my social security number unlock it in between doctors? Where no. What does HIPAA uh, uh, get involved in all this? No, they're trying to do a system where, like, your medical records will go across, like, uh-huh. state lines. And you can go into a system and see everything. I don't think they've quite come up with the, the keys for that to work just yet. But normally it is a simple phone call to the doctor, clarification, Maybe your doctor faxing over the prescription, and they'll normally accept it. It's well, the right. only occupation that still uses fax machines. Right. Yep. It's it's nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. I told you what you needed to do. You get in your car this weekend, drive down to Mexico, <laughs> and you go to a pharmacia and get what? Uh, what do you? What do you need? Adderall. I need Adderall. I need the uh, extended release Adderall. And get your Adderall. I, I don't think that's legal, and I probably shouldn't say that out loud. No, but it probably <laughs> isn't. Well, what I've been doing, I don't know if it's legal either, so I wasn't going to say that. But like, well, don't say it. I've been getting it. Well, yeah, that's definitely not that's legal. Illegal. You should probably. Well, I mean, I've been getting it through a prescription, but just like he hasn't been getting it's Adderall with one D. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, not two. Adderall. Yeah. It's Adderall. Having uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the Adderall. It's the not brand version of the pills right. that he's supposed to be taking. Generic, generic. So what did he say about your actual health? Uh, we have a plan. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, for one, he put me on less blood pressure medication, which I don't I don't understand how I can be fatter than I was in Omaha and needing less blood pressure medication. But I, my blood pressure, even without, I didn't take anything other than Adderall. Yesterday. Did they weigh you there? They did. Still at the. Do you want to finish that sentence? Or they did. They did. Period. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm still over 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. They're gonna give you a diet. Yeah. Well, that was part of the plan. Now I have to meet with their weight loss counseling team. And he asked me several times, he must see I have no willpower, because he brought up several times, well, have you thought about surgery? Ah, uh, that's a cheap way out. You don't, oh, well, I don't want it. Uh, you don't want to do that. You, I, you, you don't need that. There are people that do need it because they have medical conditions, sure. thyroid issues, so yeah. on and so forth, that they physically cannot do certain things uh-huh. to lose weight. Their body just won't do it. Right. And that's a fair uh, assumption to say. Yes. You, on the other hand, I just eat. You're just lazy. Yeah, I'll and agree he, to that. He, there is a reason why he would need the surgery because he lacks the willpower. The surgery is also for but people that's controllable. who just can't do it. But, but the, that's controllable. But the problem is, you can very easily eat your way through the surgery. Like he'd eat the cords that they put on him. But I think <laughs> when you start to so get stupid. sick, you would stop doing that. Like, when you start throwing up because you're still eating too much, you would stop doing it. There's God, a, I would hope to look, believe that you're the right, but I don't know if you are. There, there's, what do I say all the time? There's always a shot on the pool table, yeah. right? Mathematically speaking, there's always a shot on the pool table. It's a mantra, right? There's always a way to do something. Mm-hmm. Just never say no. Should never just discount something before you think it through. Mm-hmm. There is a way to do something all the time. You just have to find the goal. Like, what's the dangling carrot? You know, I... You have to hit rock bottom. God, but you'd think I would have hit it. Now, like, you got to die. Come back to life. Probably. <laughs> See a light. <laughs> well, that's why I asked Something him about- like that. Your kids need to be kidnapped by a serial killer. <laughs> if you don't lose 50 pounds, I'm going to kill your kids. Maybe that's what I'm going to do for Christmas. Kidnap for my kids? I'm going to kidnap your kids and pose <laughs> oh as a gosh. serial killer. <laughs> They'll be fine the whole time, but I'll believe that they aren't. Right, correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. No, and I'll use the anonymous voice. <laughs> If you ever want to see your kids again, yeah. you're going to lose 150 pounds. Right, by tomorrow. The episode of Saw? <laughs> a new Saw movie? <laughs> you, I, you know, I, I, I always tell you, you should go see, uh, you know, a doctor, you know, for testosterone maintenance. And I was on that maybe, for a while, but I can't get myself a shot. Stop saying what you were. Start saying what you will. What you are, what you're going to be. Unless you're giving me the shots, I'm not getting back on the the testosterone. If I hear another, you scored four touchdowns in one game story. I did. I gave one of those stories to the doctor yesterday. I'll shoot you. I like giving people shots. You can give a shot. Yeah. All right. Again, certain things you don't say in 2023. I'll shoot you. You give me a shot. Yeah, you won't shoot me. (laughs) This is recorded. The whole show. Hey, when you you go back to Atlanta uh, for Christmas, talk about bombs on the airplane. Oh, yeah. God. Tell me how that all works out for you guys. I asked him about the Ozempic, and he said that that's an option. Oh, really? Now that I would be uh, that I would enter- entertain. You see all the stuff on TV. It works for those ladies, right? You know, yeah, like well, Gooley or Golly or Gaga uh-huh. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You might want to grab a gym membership. They're pretty inexpensive. He already has one. <laughs> Do I? Did you cancel it already? Oh, you know I canceled. Oh, I didn't know you canceled it. Twenty-five dollars a month they'd be pulling out. You think I can afford an automatic withdrawal of twenty-five bucks a month? You don't need a gym. Get a towel. Work out with a towel. He I has got a, a gym at his where he lives. Yeah, but oh god. You get use a shot going down. You, I was gonna say use the forty-five place to ricochet bullets. <laughs> right, right. It'll motivate him to run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. 
that's what you do. Just walk around my neighborhood. Just walk around your neighborhood. <laughs> that's a lot of duck. Uh, lose, your key, lose your keys uh-huh. on purpose. Right. And walk around your neighborhood. Yeah, you're not lying. You are going to shed some calories. You yeah. will be running. Just by the gunshots where you live. <laughs> right. Probably a couple of pints of blood. Yeah. Call it diets in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> and let me film you, because that might be a good reality yeah, show. That, right. Right? We'll send somebody to film. We can't have you die and me die. Yeah. Well, I'll be protected. I'll, okay. I'll have those 45 plates all around me. <laughs> all right. Third round of uh, headlines. Nikki D, what do you have? I'm going to tell you what's deemed dangerous in SAC and why Amazon is being sued. All right. Get you learned a little bit. Two big stories from today. Stick around. We'll get you that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D. SAC has entered the danger list. H5. It's that area that a new report says this section of road is one of the most dangerous in the state of California. Out of the 100 most populated cities in the United States, Sacramento ranked eighth for DUI fatalities and 28th for most dangerous overall, according to data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. And I'm going to not disagree with these findings because just on the street I live on, I've seen two very dangerous wrecks that happened. I can't say that it was because they were drunk. I don't know the specifics. But in one of the wrecks that was literally right in front of my house, a car was turned upside down. So people do drive a little crazy. How do you get a DUI in 2023 when Uber and Lyft exist? Know. Because you don't take it. You well, drink and you still think drive. you're invincible still. Mm-hmm. I know that's the answer. It was kind of hypothetically speaking. You know, why would you not take it? You know, if Uber and Lyft were smart, what they do is, because, you know, I always wondered if people don't take it, like what are the reasons you don't take it? Is it because you feel invincible? Yes, that's is, one of them. Is it because you're from a generation where you think that you're not as drunk as you are versus yes. just saying, hey, I'm drunk? I mean, there's a million different reasons, but I always wondered if money was a factor. Let's say you live where I live, in Roseville, and you're in Elk Grove. Maybe I'm going to uh, Sky River, right? You know, it's you know just a 30-minute drive. Maybe it's a $20 Uber ride, mm-hmm. right, give or take. Mm-hmm. So- you know, Nelson's case, for example, twenty dollars. He, he's not. He doesn't want to spend the twenty dollars. Right. Right. I've not taken Uber and Lyft to events that I may have wanted to because of price, and it's not even because of the price it was to get there. It's the price it is when you're leaving places surge, that surge are set, the surge prices. So I won't do it. So to my point, if they were smart, what they would do is offer a rain check or a layaway type of program, which says that you don't. I mean, it's all credit card anyway, so it's not real money. But even if you can't pay it on the credit card, you know, like just say, hey, you can rack up so many if you're intoxicated. You know who does that? Who? Uber. I mean, not Uber. Um, Uber Eats. Uber Eats will take you home? No, Uber Eats will give you like rain check credit. So if you're a person that orders from there often and you place an order and you don't have money for it to go through, they still process it, give you your food and give give you, there quote you unquote, like wow. a rain check. So that. they the idea- already do it on Uber Eats. Yeah, the idea exists. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. When I was in college, my fraternity, Sigma Chi, if you were um, a um, uh, a newbie, right? Mm-hmm. You were, what would you, what do you call it when you just joined? Uh, There's a name for it. Whatever. When you're a new. Pledge? New- yeah, pledge. Mm-hmm. We had a, a we would swap this out weekly, and two people would get a beeper. 
mm-hmm. and it was just pre-cell phone, right? So you were on call. You, you, you were you were on call all week for the older brothers when they were if they were too drunk. To oh, pick that's them. genius. That's a good idea, though. And you would have to go and pick them up. And if you you couldn't drink that week, nope. mm-hmm. and if you did and you got caught or you didn't pick them up, you were booted. That was part of the pledging. Wow. Yeah. That was a good pledging thing. No, I like that. That was yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Second story. Amazon is on the hook, H6. Now to the sweeping antitrust case against Amazon, alleging it operates as an illegal monopoly. Amazon is being sued by U.S. regulators in 17 states over allegations that the company abuses its position in the marketplace to inflate prices on other platforms and overcharge sellers in a stifle competition. I just got an email from Amazon saying what, how this affects you. I deleted it. It was too long. Oh, uh, the lawsuit, how it affects you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I, oh, dang, you should have read it. They didn't say well, I can nothing. go on my trash. It was, I mean, I'm sure you probably get it too, right? I have Amazon Prime, but they haven't sent me anything. I don't know, I don't know what it know. does. There's too many of these things. I, I tell you, if you're going to email me, make it like a sentence. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't oh do. I'm not going to read it if I, it's longer I, than a sentence. You know, they do all these big words that they put in there, all these legal terms. It hurts my head. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, they're not called idioms right now, so they're called proverbs. Proverbs is what we found out, yes. Yeah, we screwed that up. But the other day, Nikki D., our friend here, Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna hit me with a bless her heart? That's fine. Was struggling. Do you remember what it was exactly? Top of the list. Oh, I don't have the list in front of me. Oh. Beggars yeah. can't be choosy. Not, that is not correct. <laughs> That's what I've always I mean, heard. Correct. My mom didn't answer when I tried to call her, but I know she's up now. Ma, beggars can't be choosy. Right. No one says that. It's just not a thing. It doesn't exist. So uh, I asked Nelson if he could put together a list of these different proverbs and we can do a helpful sure out of love bless your heart goodness positive nikki d doesn't know mm-hmm. proverbs proverbs edition all right or what eagles carry apparently Sheesh. that's from jeopardy jeff yeah it's an olive branch and arrows is what the eagle on the dollar bill no, no they carry pyramids pyramids <laughs> In the claw, it's a big ass claw. They got I one hand and a pyramid in the other hand. She's just yelling things that are on the back of a dollar bill. I don't know about your dollar bill. Mine's eating Lincoln's head. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want that dollar, let me tell you, beggars can't be choosing. Can't choose it. (laughs) All right, we'll do uh, Nikki D. Usn't No Proverbs edition and your second tropical keyword for a chance to win that amazing trip to Hawaii. To stay at Disney's Alani Resort. So stick around. Give us a minute here. 98 Rock. Sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. Hey, your next tropical keyword. You're listening. The word is turtle. They have turtles in Hawaii? Turtle. I'm sure they have turtles in Hawaii. Have they have very big coral fish. I can tell you that much. I thought Hawaii was a place you're not even supposed to, like, you get in trouble if you touch the turtles. It's possible. I don't remember I hearing that, that's but they Hawaii. had a lot of turtles throughout the huh. resort embedded Just in things. Such an odd tropical keyword. You'd think like kumquat or sunshine. Or no, I think turtle is tropical. Turtle. Okay. Beachy. Well, turtle is your word. Now that we've stopped bickering about turtles in Hawaii. Uh, take that keyword to 98 Rock's website, krxq.net. That is krxq.net. And type it in there for your chance to win this amazing trip where you and three buddies go to Hawaii on the house to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. 
This is round-trip airfare. Thanks to Southwest Airlines, you get a voucher uh, for round-trip ground transportation. Of course, you get a room, so you got some place to sleep for four nights there at the resort and a $200 resort credit. It just doesn't get bigger than this. We have more keywords throughout the week. We have more keywords throughout the day. So after us, Mickey will have your keywords at 11, 1, and 3. No, 11 and 1. Uh-huh. And Nikki D will have 3 and 5. I just learned that Nikki D <laughs> throws her voice from her apartment yeah. from 3 to 5 <laughs> to give you a keyword later on in the day. Oh, she let us put you over. Yeah. Like, you don't. You don't say and Nikki D. No, Bailey says it, and then I agree with him. I know. <laughs> and by the way, when you win this trip, it is illegal to touch them, nor can you get within 20 feet of turtles in Hawaii. Do not chase or scare them, hinder their movement, or swim within 20 feet. But you can take the word and put it into the website. Yeah, that you are. You can manhandle that word all the way into the website. We have an intro for this. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you want that here? I do, please. There you go. Let me hit you with some knowledge. Most people know at least some pop culture. Nope. And current events. Oh, hell no. And stuff. Mm. She isn't one of them. I know Hi. some things. I know he thinks I don't know nothing, but I know some stuff. <laughs> it's time to play Nikki D. Doesn't know. Did you see the back of my paper? Were you cheating? No, I didn't see anything. Okay. So the other day, we uh, struggled. When I say we, we're a team, so we struggled with you, Nikki. Beggars can't be choosers. Choosy. Choosers. It means the same thing. Is, one of them is correct, and one of them is made up. Right. It's not made up. Yeah, a, beggar, mean, are made a up. beggar is an individual who is poor, so they must plead or beg others to give them money. Beggars can only get what is given to them or buy with whatever money they have at the time. Choosy, I don't even know what that is. It's not a thing. So If you Google it, it comes up. What does beggars can't be choosy mean? It does come up. Okay. Well, um, we got a couple here. This is, of course, to help, not to hurt. All right. Bless your heart. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to start it out. There's a blank. You fill in the blank spl- uh, blank space. This is Nikki D. Doesn't Know Proverbs Edition. Proverbs Edition. We thought they were idioms. Yes. Because we are idiots. Fair. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Godliness. Very good. Nice to uh-huh. It's good to be clean. God is clean, and you should be too. Yeah. Which there is a debate how clean is God, because <laughs> when he lived, I don't think there were, like, running water, showers. No, but he stayed clean. He stayed they clean. had rivers. So you're talking about clean as in pure. Yeah, I think as in pure. Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily also, like personal hygiene. Like God. I don't think God wore deodorant. Like, are you talking about, like, Jesus as God, as the living embodiment of God? Because, like, I mean, God, he could come from nothing, right? So, like, he got... You're taking it too far. Next one. Next one. I'm ready. (laughs) I think she is. I was worried that these wouldn't be hard enough, but beggars can't be choosers should be a slam dunk, too. So, I don't know. No, we'll see. We're fine. They're fine. These are are normal proverbs. These are the ones everyone knows, but Mm -hmm. I agree. Beggars can't be choosers. That's why we're doing the bit. (laughs) (laughs) Beauty is only... Beauty is only in the eye of the beholder. Right. Beauty is only in the eye of the beholder. No, we're looking for beauty is only skin deep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that. Thank you for agreeing with my answer. <laughs> get that one wrong. <laughs> I like when you get it wrong and then you agree with me when I give you the right answer. <laughs> That's a song. <laughs> A person's character, intellect, and other inner qualities are more important than his or her physical appearance. Mm-hmm. So beauty is only skin deep. Skin deep. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, next one. Ignorance is bliss. Bliss. Very good. <laughs> you will be happier not knowing the facts. Mm-hmm. Right? Because which is a very true statement. This has been around for a while. Today, more than ever, people don't want. They don't want to know the truth. Know the truth. No, 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 no. at all. They say they do, but they really don't. All right, here we go. Next one. Nikki D doesn't know Proverbs. Two wrongs don't. Two wrongs don't, don't make a right. And if I'm wrong, I ain't trying to fight. Okay. W- what is your answer? Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. What was the rest of that that you said? <laughs> so, it's a song. Another song. <laughs> right, do you have a child's Proverbs CD at home? Yes. <laughs> Do. The best of Proverbs, Volume Eight. <laughs> Turn it <Yeah>. up, man. <laughs> Is that where your band Escape went? Yep. To go do proverb raps. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, two wrongs don't make a right. Tight. That's right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Trying to get revenge on someone who has hurt you will only make things worse. I got these in the bag. Actually, if a child is listening right now, that is very good. This is like very, they're going, you know what, mom? Maybe I should listen to that proverb CD you gave me for Christmas. The lady on the radio is this smart at 41. God knows how brilliant I'll be. All right, here we go. Next one. Nikki D doesn't know proverbs. The early bird catches. The early bird catches i know this one the early bird catches i'm about to say it wrong a pyramid on my dog <laughs> the bird no the bird catches the worm the worm say it all together the early bird catches the worm are we sure think about it there's a song out there for it yeah. was it on the proverbs album? this one wasn't on the album <laughs> there's nothing that rhymes with worm no <laughs> that's it that's right it's the worm that's right Early bird catches the worm. This proverb explains that a person who takes action sooner than later will benefit from doing so. You know when I learned that? What? I was uh, six years old. We were having, I think, one of our first garage sales. And my mother said that I could sell some of my toys and keep the money. And I had this action figure, Fat Albert. Uh-huh. Like a little, like, rubbery, stretchy, and I put $10 on it. And it was not worth $10, but I wanted $10. Right. All I wanted was $10. So I said, when do I put it out? And uh, she goes, well, we got to be up at like 5 in the morning. This is when you would do them like 5 in the morning. They're not done like that anymore. Mm-hmm. 5 in the morning. The, these first two old ladies showed up. And I remember the conversation. They walk up, and it's the whole you know small talk. And my mom was like, hey, ladies, good morning. And uh, one of them was like, well, we're here. The early bird catches the worm. <laughs> And I'm six. I'm like, what? Where's the bird? Where's the worm? I didn't quite understand. I was finna say the squirrel. I don't know why that came to my brain. A squirrel. So that's another proverb. I wish you would have said that's that. More of a, it's more of a Asian proverb. Very, very, it goes way back. Uh-huh. The early bird catches the squirrel, which yeah. means that if you believe that, you're nuts. That's good. Thank you. Maybe that's why I thought that. <laughs> you had nuts on your brain. <laughs> Better than or on your chin. All the time. Okay, here we go. 
Next one. Nikki D has a no Proverbs. Like father. Like father. Like father, like son. Yeah, like father, like son. S-O-N or S-U-N? U-N. U-N. Like father, like sun in the sky. That is incorrect. <laughs> it is actually How is that incorrect? Like father, like son, S-O-N. <sighs> yes. Common mistake, Fricture people. There. Common mistake. One's... Not like the other. You weren't paying attention. When I was not paying attention. There's no way. <laughs> I, there, I, I really? There's not. There's not. No way. Really? I just really? cannot believe that she really thought like father, like sun, star sun, in the sun, sky. Sun. Yeah. It's, it's a new slang. Be- it's on me. Because the other one is like mother, like daughter, moon. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. These are proverbs. From the stars. Okay. Oh, yes. Said when a son is similar to his father, also like a mother, like daughter. It's very similar. So Mm -hmm. let me give you an X on that one. I got that one wrong. Dang. Okay. Here we go. Next one. It takes two. It takes two. It takes two, baby. It takes two babies. It takes two, comma, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it takes two babies. It takes two, baby. So just one baby. Yeah. Baby. It takes two, baby. Mm-hmm. That is the proverb. That is incorrect. No. You listen to too much music. It's <laughs> <laughs> a old song, too. <laughs> it takes two to tango is what oh, we're looking for. Oh, I know that one. That was a tricky. That was tricky. When two people are involved in a tricky situation... The blame would be split equally. I know that it takes two to tango. Dang. Well, no. That was, you got me, Nelson. That was tricky. Obviously, you didn't know that. <laughs> I did. I knew it. All right. Here we go. This is an easy one. Right up in your squisher. Okay. Great minds. <laughs> Great minds. Think alike. Are you sure? Yes. That is incorrect. <gasps> what is it? Great minds think like Jason Bailey. That's the problem. <laughs> So. <laughs> Can't give you that. I went off script a little bit. <laughs> you got to make up your own proverb. Yeah. Well, my proverb is probably correct. Oh, because yes. you're the prince of common sense. Gotcha. Smart people usually have the same ideas. Mm-hmm. That's why I have no friends. <laughs> that's shade to me and you, Nelson, just so you know that. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. All right. Here we go. Next one. Got a few left. Nikki D doesn't know Proverbs. A watched pot. A watched pot. What the heck? Oh, come on. You don't know this one? A watched pot? A watched pot. A watched pot is a hot pot. A watched pot is a hot pot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hot in there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hello to our Jewish friends celebrating Yom Kippur. Uh, yes. We're inclusive. A watch pot. That is incorrect. It is a watch pot never boils. Meaning that while you're waiting for something to happen, everything feels a lot slower. I've never heard of that before in my life. Obviously. A watched pot. Right, yeah, let's, a watch pot never boils. Let's end on a high note here. All right. All right. A couple more. <clears throat> Quickly. Look before. Look before. 
Look before crossing the street. Look before. Very good. Nicely done. That was difficult. That's wrong. What? Look before you leap. Oh, Close. man. Yes. But you can, if you choose, leap across the street. Yes. <laughs> Make you feel better. <laughs> Always be cautious before doing something big or important. All right. We're on a run here. We've gotten all these incorrect on this page. <laughs> here we go. Next one. The pen is mightier. The pen is mightier. Than the sword. The pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah. Judges? I mean, would they give it to her on Jeopardy? That is incorrect. What? Well, what is it if it's not sword? The word is sword, not sword. Sword. Oh, my gosh. Sword. Are you kidding me right now? No, that's real. This is it's I'm looking this up, Englishlanguage.org. Yeah. It's not sword. Yeah, they would dock sword. you on, on um what's sword. the wheel? Wheel of Fortune wouldn't take that. But let me sword. give you credit for this. I've never heard in my entire life in America someone mispronounce sword before, other than maybe a toddler. Or someone with a lisp. Sword. Sword. I always call it a sword. <laughs> But I guess that's not how you say it. Hear thee, hear thee. <laughs> My fraud. Dr- draw your stool <laughs> and meet me out front, you wench. <laughs> I must end you with a flesh wound. <laughs> because this sword is mightier than the pen. In my case... If you're trying to convince someone of something, words and ideas are stronger than usually using physical force. Okay, so last one here. This is crazy. Got uh, Well, it's fun. We knew it kind of would go like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to tell people that we script stuff out, but we don't. No. Nope. Yeah. It's all a risk. Nikki D doesn't know Proverbs. Last one for you, Nikki D. Easy come. Easy Come. I'm not going out losing. Easy come, easy go. There you go. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. That's right. This English proverb means that money is easily earned and just as easily spent or lost. So how many did I get right? One, two, three, four. That's five, it. Five. Five. Okay, five is good. Yeah, not when you did over ten. <laughs> I'm just going back to school days. I said over to Well, technically, I got swore right. You guys just won't give it to me. Well, no. That's not swore. Five out of 13. That's You're not getting a degree on that one. Couldn't sleep last night, guys. Why? After yesterday's program, could not sleep. We gave WWE tickets away. We did the cut-up promo for the first time here in Sacramento, and it went very well. Thank you to the audience for doing that. But we had really, really Good participants, especially the ones that made the top three. Mm-hmm, we did. So, through hell and high water, no sleep, and a lot of phone calls, and a lot of promises made, I'm going to change the results from yesterday. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. Tell you what I'm doing here in a minute. Hang on. My entire day's ruined. <laughs> Telling you, OCD is a horrible thing to have, friends. And my favorite boots on. I've had them for years. And these are the ones that the sole was broke, so they were flippy floppy. They were flapping, looked like they were talking to you. So I found a dude, and I took it to him a couple weeks ago, months ago, actually. Paid him 20 bucks, and he fixed the, the flippy flappies. Temporarily. Yeah, and I've worn them a couple times, and they're fine. And today's you know big day. I got a big meeting and all this mm-hmm. stuff, so I'm you know, dressed, kind of dressed up, I guess. I got my boots on. <laughs> 
You got and, a modified version of my fancy sandwich on. I noticed. And and that and they, they busted again. So I got flippy flappies. I'm not even going to pay attention to this meeting. I'm not even going to listen to anything anybody has to say. You got to hurry up and get inside and just sit down and don't move. Well, yeah, I can't stand. I can't walk. No. Yeah, but it's going to be like when you got a canker sore or whatever. He's just going to be fumbling at it with his toe. Going back to that guy, get my 20 bucks back. Like, you're a horrible shoemaker, man. Ripped you off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, WWE SmackDown's coming to the Golden One Center on Friday. I'll see you out there if you're planning on going. Uh, I believe it's sold out, close to sold out. Not sure. I know that it, it was close to last time I checked. And we had a pair of tickets to give away yesterday. And there's a, um, a bit that I've done for years, and I love it. It's called Cut a Promo. And where we have you guys you, in the audience, you know, cut an old school wrestling promo. Hey, brother, what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? And we had a winner, uh, the janitor he yes, went by. You janitor. got the audio from yeah, the, got the guy? Yeah, play, the, play that guy. The janitor planned this promo to call out all the squirrels causing bike accidents out there. But when I heard Mr. Jizen Daly talk to the sweetest and cleanest of them all, Miss Beautiful Nikki D, the way earlier, middle-aged, no, that's all dirty. That's too dirty for me. The janitor is getting all dirty in his head. And don't worry about finding a winner to these tickets because the janitor is coming down to that studio. going to clean it all up. Get Nelson D. all cleaned up and back to his apartment. <laughs> this is my place. I'm coming for those tickets. Smackdown is mine. And Nikki D., I've got a little special thing for you. Nikki D., you are so sweet. Nikki D., you never miss that beat. <laughs> so... If you're wondering and your first thought was, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's the point. It's supposed to be goofy and silly and stupid. Uh, but he won because, and I'd never seen this before, Nikki observed this, that for the years that I've been doing this, I've never seen the people that follow cut a promo, because you can cut a promo on anything. Mm-hmm. They all cut it on him. They all talked about the janitor. Like one, he, one guy couldn't even cut a promo. He's just like... I'll be the janitor's manager. Right. <laughs> yeah, like nothing but nice things to say about him. So we, you know, I don't like the votes. So Nikki D and Nelson, they narrowed it down mm-hmm. to the top three. So uh, the janitor ended up winning. Mm-hmm. And the other two from Trenton. Trenton, are you there? Yes, I am, Jason. All right. And Eddie, are you there? I'm here. All right. So let, let me play what Trenton did. Let me get Let me get Trenton's promo. Okay, brother, I'm talking to Jason Bailey and Nikki D and the big baby man for these tickets. I'm going to meet you down there. I'm going to I'm gonna defend my title against you three. And Nikki D, I'm white chocolate from the waist down. You remember that. And baby man, you better take a shower before you come in that ring because I'm going to take you down. And the big Jason Bailey... I know what you I know what you did, Jason. I'm gonna come and get you first. So you just give me them tickets, or I will leave the pain. You better stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sleep all night, Trent, because I'm still trying to figure out what I did. Me right? too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Trenton's, and it was strong. It was mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then we had uh, Eddie's. Let me hear Eddie's. Listen up, brother Bailey. I invited you to join my fantasy football league because you were the new kid in town, and I thought you knew how to play. Well, after three weeks, I can honestly say, you don't know squat. Yes, you're two and one, and yes, you beat me down last week. But mark it down, brother. Week 10, you will feel my wrath. I can't wait. You need to just change your team name to Beal Bailey because what? I'm going to feel your ass. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, Eddie? What do you mean you're going to beat on my ass? 
don't know. <laughs> you don't even know. So, uh, as I continue to try to kiss the uh, ass of Sacramento to win over fans of the show, uh, you know, I was like, these these promos were so good. You know, and we only had one pair to give away, so I went to our uh, our promotions manager, Megan, and I, I pulled her aside, pulled her in one of these offices because we don't have offices around here, so I found one. And I pulled her in there, and I said, Megan, I need a favor. I need you to please help me find two more pairs of tickets because these guys were so good. Mm -hmm. And I feel horrible that they didn't win anything. And she said, Bailey, look, I only have what I have. And I said, but please, you have all day to do this. Can you drop everything on your plate and just do this? (laughs) And she says, what will you do for me? So I said, well, I'll wash your car for the next six months. Oh, you're going to personally by hand wash it? That that was the deal. Yeah, yeah. Why do I feel like I'm now washing Megan, our promotions manager's car? Maybe you are. And I even threw in, I'll dress like a, a female cheerleader. God <laughs> almighty! And so, uh, so she calls me late last night. I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep anyway. And she says, Jason, I was able to do it. I wow. was able to find two more pair of tickets uh, because you requested it. So today, i that's what my big meeting is today, is i got to wash her car and my cheerleading out. Oh, okay. There you go. So, guys, Trenton, Eddie, uh, we got a pair of tickets for each of you for Friday night's WWE SmackDown Golden One Center because it was really just that damn good. And uh, we just appreciate the participation. I was I was afraid the bit was going to flop, to be honest with you, and you guys made it great. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, Eddie, I think I'll see you Saturday night. Trenton, you're more than yes, welcome sir. to come as well. You hang on. We'll get your information. And I'll see you guys Friday night as well at WWE. You're going to see them all weekend. Well, we got something. There's a buddy. Uh, well, I guess I can call him a buddy. He's he's in our fantasy football league. And he's got a gig. He's a musician. Like, they're all musicians. Uh, I think Eddie's an electrician or something. But dude's a musician. He's got a gig. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. But anyway, you guys can come too if you want. Okay. Friday. Um... What time? Is it later? Yeah, like 6, 7. No, no, it's Saturday because you're going to be going to the Set. wrestling thing Friday. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I might pop out. First drink on me. Water. Got it. That's all right. That works for me. Take it. Yeah, take free water. For whatever you can get. Fourth and final round. See, it doesn't really feel good now. Everybody won. Uh-huh. We live in such a everybody wins society. I love it. I'm We're the front runners. It. We're the leaders of that. <laughs> We're game changers, this radio show is. Amen. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why several targets are closing down and what famous dog keeps biting people. Nah, biting people. Nah. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D. Thieves have one chain fed up in their closing shop, 8-7. Target announced today that it's closing nine stores in major cities next month because of theft and organized retail crime. Mm. This according to KCRA East Harlem, New York, and three stores in San Francisco, as well as Seattle, Oregon, and Portland, are going to be closing down simply because there's too much theft going on and Target is saying it is no longer safe for its employees to be in these stores. I was going to say it had to be San Francisco, at least yep. one of them. Yeah, three of them. You know, we have, as, as the United States, we, we don't negotiate with terrorists, right? That's our mm-hmm. thing, supposedly. But yet we're okay with giving in to thugs, mm-hmm. thieves, mm-hmm. kids. Petty thefterists. Petty thefterists. I mean, that's absurd. And like a video I saw earlier this morning, uh, the cops in Philadelphia, yeah, they didn't get... All the bad guys, but they got a couple of them. That's all that counts. Is you just have to you you have to make it known 
like that if you do this, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Mm -hmm. And whoever hands you your ass, there's no repercussions. Like they should have the green light. If you break into a place, that to me is self-defense, whatever happens to that person. You are threatening them. And I believe by law, if you do that, it is something like that. You know, it's just, it's horrible. I mean, and and, and you and they're like kids that are doing this yes. and they think it's funny and they have like no respect for civilization, right? Mm-mm. Rights, laws, I just think other it, people's property. I just think it's sad that we've gotten to a place where you can't go into a store even, and I'm going to particularly say California because I've, I've only seen it here. I can't even walk into Me a too. Walmart and, and get my makeup wipes. Everything is locked up behind these counters and cases. And I just think that's sad that they don't even feel like we should not have to live like animals or savages. So I'm always looking around like, what is going on here? And why isn't anybody trying to do anything other than throw money at, at getting more cops? The, like you said, if the laws change, if people saw different repercussions, then they will be doing different actions. Yeah, you could be shot on sight if you steal. See, I see it from a different angle, Nikki D, and I see the silver lining to it, and it's all products are locked up, okay? Because traditionally, where I'm from, the Midwest, we are given a lot of grief about Walmart just locking up products that black people use. Mm -hmm. But here at Target, it's all locked up. White people stuff, Latino stuff, black people stuff, it's all locked up. It's equal opportunity. Lock up. Yeah, it's a lock up for everybody. Equal lock up. That's what I mean. Not like a positive spin on a negative comment. That's how you got to look at it. And it helps people like Nelson out that can't afford the things in the locked up cases because he can't touch them. No. Right. And who's going to get an associate? And everybody, yeah, right. And everybody knows you touch something, you want to buy it. Nelson can't even touch the stuff. Can't touch it. Not at all. I have licked a lot of cases, though. Just Yes, if you see a nose smudge. Uh, yeah. In a case, Nelson? that's Nelson's that's nose. Me. Okay, I got there. it. Take his nose print. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second story. Talk about abuse of dog power, H8. We are just getting some new news out of the White House here as we're learning that President Biden's dog has bitten somebody else. This makes possibly 11 people that the president's dog commander has bitten. And this is my question. How many more people does this dog have to bite before something's done about it? Because if this was my dog and my dog bit one person, they would be trying to put her down. So why is it that the president's dog can bite as many people as he want and nothing's being done about it? Political immunity. What? I don't know. I just made that up. I have no idea. Feels right. You're right. That damn dog is so bad. It's very really, bad. I mean, yes. it shouldn't be put down, but they, they don't need it around well, people. How does Regular a, dogs are put down. The president's no. dog should be put down. How too. does the president not have access to the kind of training that keeps that dog from biting people? Well, I saw him the other day. He's trying. He was at PetSmart with his dog, and he was in that little circle area. <laughs> it took him an hour and a half to get from the front door to that circle area, but he finally got there. He yeah, took and- a nap. Okay, and why isn't anybody, like, trying to sue the president or nothing for his secret- dog biting them? Because it's all the Secret Service. Yeah, they bite. Yeah, so they bite. what they sign up to just get attacked by dogs? Yeah, they bite. They bite his boys, yeah. like his, his friends or his uh-huh. minions. Yeah, it hasn't. Bought, it hasn't been a stranger. All the eleven people have all been members of the Secret Service. But if the president's dog bit you, would you sue him? Yes. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, why they're the Secret Service. I also they can't. Because the first rule of President biting yeah. your body is no one talks about it. <laughs> it's secret. I'd be happier that it was the dog biting me and not Biden. But these are serious the rumors. bites because they're going to the hospital for him. Biden bites you, leaves his dentures in I your know. It's like, God, <laughs> not again, Joe. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine, same number, 
916-909-0985. If you got something great, we'll get to it. If not, we'll roll some credits and get out for a Wednesday here in a minute. Hey, as always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There is Nelson. Big thanks, as always, to Kyle for helping us out. Quickly, text machine, what do you got? I think Taylor is trying to get fans that wouldn't normally listen to be no that wouldn't normally listen to watch football because no football fan base cares about Taylor Swift. Jesus. Well, well, that's a football purist that's just hating on it. I mean, and that's fine, but I that's I totally disagree. Like, here's the thing, you know, for and I'm a football fan too, and I get it. You know, you want to be kind of that have that gearhead mentality of like nothing else matters but Metallica, (laughs) pun intended, right? Mm -hmm. You want that mentality, but it's. Like, the world that we live in now, I mean, turn on the news, go online. It's so negative. Everything is is hate this and negative this and blah, blah, blah. So when you see a fun story, yeah, it's not about Taylor Swift selling albums or Travis Kelsey selling jerseys. You know, it's two people. I, I, I Look, I'm, I'm one that's always skeptical. I read between the lines of why people do certain things, the entertainment business, these arranged relationships for 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 a pop. These Publicity. pretend for these pretend beefs that people look. I get it. It happens. I don't think that's what's going on here. Like if you go back years and years and years ago and watch some of Travis Kelsey's videos and whatnot, he loves this girl. It's almost creepy because he finally lands her. Well, and you you've heard like some of the beginning of it, right? Like he made her. She's known for at her concerts, their, her fan base exchanging friendship bracelets. Right. So he made a friendship bracelet with his number on. Had it made? I'm sure he didn't twist it himself. And he couldn't get backstage. And he couldn't get backstage because she will not talk to anyone before or after concerts because of how long her shows are to preserve her voice. But these videos go back way before even that. That uh-huh. happened in this past year. We're talking five years ago. Okay. And he looks like a baby, and he's, he's talking about. Her. Yeah. That's a conversation. That's a conversation we're gonna have tomorrow because pursuing is looked at differently nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One more text message says beggars can't be choosers. That's the California version. I agree. Wait, what? Choosy or choosers? Choosers. Beggars can't be choosers. No. That's the California no, that's version. The human no, that's the human. That's the yeah, that's the universe's version. I'm just telling you guys what the text machine well, says. Well, we're telling you. And I you. agree with them. Of course you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, graphic designer Berkey Belzer passed away this week at the age of 76. Kind of went under the radar. Very, very sad, right, Nikki? Because, of course, we all know Mr. Berkey Belzer as the man who... Made Birkin purses? Uh, or, bags. or Nelson. That's the that's the cousin that came over in Perfect Strangers, right? Of course, yeah. Balky, Balky, Bartok. Balky. That was Balky. Or he's the guy that designed the Nutrition Facts label for food that we still use to this day after it debuted in 1994. <laughs> okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Burke. So every time you see that, because before 94, it was a free-for-all. Uh-huh. It was. You had no idea how many calories, the amount of sodium, none of that stuff. And uh, ignorance then was bliss. There you Ooh, go. Look at that. <laughs> in 1994, Congress passed the Nutrition Labeling and Education Act, and we've been using it for almost 30 years. It's been tweaked a few times, but largely went has gone unchanged. Unchanged. He also designed the bright yellow energy guide label you see on every appliance, from washing machines to televisions. Okay. All right. So now the question is, is, was it a one-time payment, or did he get residuals every time that sticker was used? Ooh, oh, he probably got boned. That's a great boned. question. I think so too. Like the woman who made the Nike swoosh, or Siri. 
Yeah. She's an Atlanta lady. Yeah. She went in me on Twitter for an audition, got the gig, laid out her voice. Like, if you want to talk about the ultimate AI screw over, uh-huh. mm-hmm. it is that woman yes. right there. I'm surprised Susan. that hasn't come up. Is yeah, Susan. Mm-hmm. All right, Nikki D, you got anything? Yeah, Nikki D does know pronouns. Okay. Thanks for singing that last part, Nelson. I just want to say thanks for the sandwich, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. He gave you a sandwich? He gave me a sandwich. Dang. As, as much as I've complimented you on your sandwiches just this week, you gave it to Nelson? Damn, I had half a sandwich I could have given you, but I took a bite for the That's bit. That's crazy. The dude lives off food stamps, Nikki. It's Not fine. even. I can you, get my own sandwich. Okay. Thank well, you should yell at him for not sharing. No, I'm yelling at you because I've complimented you all week on how good Rach has made the sandwiches, and then you give it to Nelson. You've been hinting. You weren't in the room. Mm-hmm. He looked. No, I take that back. He was hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. He looked hungry. <laughs> You're right. You and can I, have it. And I felt bad. <laughs> I, I need a bag of chips, though. And I, didn't, and, I didn't, and I didn't have any change. <laughs> all right. Uh, give us a like, share, follow on social media. And listen to the BS. <laughs> Our latest podcast from the BS Uncensored is up on the Odyssey app as well as thebaileyshow.com and on YouTube on our channel at The Bailey Show. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Keep listening for more keywords for that trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.